This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app. You can also get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Without any of this, there would be none of this. But as I was saying... No sandwiches, no teas, no coffees, not even a Jeff cake, man. <laughs> We've got nothing in this press box. I'm furious. Cadell Daniel now. Oh, he's won a corner there. Fantastic. Yeah, definitely out by the Liverpool defender. Couldn't do a lot more than that, really. And, uh, and Reece Alassane walks over with Andy Dorman to, to take that corner. All we did that was some uh, new Warburton's baked naan chips. Classic tea. Catch it on. Don't look very nice. Second, second to naan. Brilliant. <laughs> Or this. You, you could do what you want. I mean, I wouldn't want to frighten the fucking kids that listen to this. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I'd love do it anyway, tonight. mate. Dance to the town, you're usually popular. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't care. I'm just going to... Okay. Just... Oh, honestly, you, you, you use your BBC voice and I'll just... Okay. I'll sit here and masturbate. All this. And Dorman picks up the boys and tries to cut in. Plays a long pass. Oh, a long hopeful ball, yeah. But I've been attacked by a bumblebee. It's a, it's a feature of whole radio broadcast. If you've not seen it before, I often get attacked by bees and wasps. Um, during, I don't know what I've done to anger the bee and wasp community, but it does happen. HOLradio.net slash donate. Well, I need Stabbing uh, people texting me while I'm commentating, you know, they should really be listening to my commentary, shouldn't they? Yeah, and you should keep your phone in your pocket really quick, aren't they? Well, I did say I wasn't professional. <laughs> how, how many other radio stations announce a bee attacking them? Not many. <laughs> well, not many radio stations have bee attacks, really. That's true, and well, I've done it twice. <laughs> well, one bee, one wasp. But, um, anyway. Wilfred Zahar looking like Alice's most likely creator of something this evening. See the stars of tomorrow, today. Welcome back to our coverage of Liverpool versus Crystal Palace from Sellers Park in the Under-21 Development League. Plays it up the line to Alessandri. Alessandri now, half-five. Down again. Well, he's in all sorts of trouble with his control, isn't he, Alessandri? Live commentary from all home development games, only on Homestyle Radio. Good evening and welcome to Sellers Park. This is Homestyle Radio. My name's John Burgess and I'm here with Mark Ross. And we're here to bring you the 
Premier League of the FA Development League. And it's fair to say at the moment we've been kept in the dark about most things. There may or may not be light in the press box. But we're going we're gonna to plough on anyway. We have electricity and we're, we're coming to you live and loud from Sellers Park where Palace will take on the mighty under-21s of Chelsea. Good evening, Mark. It's nice to see you here. Thank you, John. Thank you. It's good to be here. Third time in a week. Third time in a week. I know, it's like we've never left. Um, and if anyone asks, I definitely did leave between games. I haven't been here hiding in the director's box. Um, well, first thing to bring you is going to be the team sheets. We've, uh, we've had those in, so I'm going to take you through the Crystal Palace lineup. Uh, number one in goal is Lewis Price. Number two, Alex Winter. Number three, uh, Matt Parsons. Number four, Quay Taylor. Number five, Aaron Martin. Number six, and captain, Stuart O'Keefe. Number seven, Bayan Fennick. Number eight, Hiram Boateng. Number nine, Ibris Akaya. Uh, number ten, Jason Banton. And number eleven, Cadell Daniel. And the substitutes for Crystal Palace are uh, Aaron Akurika, Ross Fitzsimmons, Risa Alassani, Sully Kai Kai, and Elijah Gabzi. Uh, to take you through the Chelsea team is number one, Jason, sorry, Jamal Blackman. Uh, number two, Todd Kane. Number three, Alex Davy. Number four, uh, Nathan Ake. Number five, Aziz Dean Conte. Number six, George Saville. Number seven, Islam Farouz. Number eight, Ruben Loftus. Number... It's good, it's good. That's a great name. <laughs> I've completely lost it here. Uh, number nine is Jason Pumford. Come on, John, get it together. Huge face. Number number ten, Billy Clifford. Number eleven is Lewis Baxter. Number twelve on the bench is Daniel Papo, and the other substitutes are Ben Killip, Connor Clifford, Adam Noity, and Jeremy Boga. You did well there, John. I'll take my hat off to you. Thanks, Doing man. that in the dark. In the <laughs> so dark. Oh, I, I wish it was a little bit darker, to be quite honest with you. Um, anyway, looking back at the Palace team. Um, we're going to go through that in just a few moments. Obviously, the last time we brought you a live commentary was here from Selhurst Park against Liverpool. Uh, unfortunately, that day we did lose 3-1 to uh, the, the mighty Reds team, and they, they were quite a mighty team, it has to be said. I mean, did you, uh, did you manage to catch in the commentary for that, Mark? I was here, actually. I was you were here. here. What, did was, you, what did you make of the game? I was quite impressed with Paris. I thought we were rather unlucky. I just thought they were a bit, bit more physical, a bit bigger in all areas you know and uh, I think that showed in the game but uh, I thought well, we could, uh, it was a good account I thought. Absolutely I think we did entirely give a good account of ourselves obviously our goal coming through uh, great work from uh, Matthew Parsons down the left broke into the box and a, and a wonderful finish into the into the far corner. I don't think he stopped tweeting about that finish for uh, quite a few days afterwards did he? In fairness <laughs> I, neither would I to be honest uh, obviously you've seen me play. Um, <laughs> So, uh, what, what, what do you make of today then, Mark? Well, uh, obviously Matt Parsons is back from his loan spell at Wickham, so it's great to have Matty back. And obviously he's straight in tonight, and he'll obviously be filling in at left back. Um, uh, I'm looking forward to seeing Stuart O'Keefe. I think a lot of Palace fans uh, you know, think uh, Stuart O'Keefe deserves at least a place on the bench in the first team squad, and uh, they do probably have a point. So it'll be interesting to see how how Stuart plays today. Absolutely. He's got some good people around him. He does, but he's wearing the captain's armband today, even ahead of uh, Lewis Price in goal. Very experienced Lewis Price, but Stuart O'Keefe has been given the, uh, yeah, yeah, the, the, the armband in the middle. Mm. He has, and uh, uh, as you say, we've got a couple of 
uh, uh, the elder statesman for the club, should we say, as, as far as the under-21 team goes, in, in uh, first price in goal, as you've already mentioned. But Aaron Martin, who obviously we have on season-long loan from Southampton, playing at centre-half alongside Quay Taylor. And, of course, uh, uh, as we just uh, alluded to, we've got Matt Parsons playing at left-back. Yeah, and obviously Stuart O'Keefe in the middle. So, uh, for those of you who haven't uh, tuned in for for one of our development commentaries, just to take you through. There are you are allowed three overage players. That's three players over the age of 21 um, in your lineup for this academy league. So um, that, that's why Lewis Price. We're not trying to sneak him in as an under 21. <laughs> Want to get get him a student rate in goal. <laughs> Um, I suppose we better talk about the visitors today. Uh, we, I, th- I think we better we, we better had. If you are listening and you're a Chelsea fan out there, good, good evening. It's nice to have you along to Star Radio. Yeah, uh, Chelsea currently lie uh, fourth place in the underdevelopment 21 table. Uh, their last game actually was a 4-1 defeat at the hands of the league leaders Liverpool. Um, uh, that surely makes us one goal better than them, doesn't it? Yes, and from, yeah. <laughs> Good point. I mean, uh, and their goal that day came from uh, uh, the Laddie Stanton. Yeah, they're number nine. Yeah, they're number nine. He's playing tonight. And um, basically, they played three games so far, Chelsea, in this development league. They've won one, drawn one, and lost one. And uh, what, what about our form coming into this match then, Mark? Obviously, we had that game uh, at home to Liverpool, which was a 3 1 defeat. We played twice since then. Um, we've had a, had a good 4-1 win away at Fulham. Yeah, it was a tremendous performance. I saw some of the highlights uh, after the game. Goals from uh, Apaya, who's uh, all the shot at the moment on a short-term loan. Yeah, he got a couple, didn't he? Yep. Uh, Bayern Fennec and uh, Ibrahim Sataka scored. Yep. And, and then uh, on the 17th September, we travelled up to Wolves, where it was a competitive game, but we did actually lose 3-1. Uh, Sakaja on, on the goal scoring sheet again. Indeed, so Absolutely, so we'll be looking for him. He's played uh, played quite a lot, a lone front man, and he's not, when you look at him, he's not that kind of like lone front man build. He's, he's very short, and um, usually when you play a lone front man, tends to be slightly larger, sort of your Glenn Murray sort of type. But it's, I think it's interesting to see, see, see a small front man leading the line. Yeah, we've got, I mean, we're not actually sure how they're going to set up to today. I mean, Bayern Fennec tends to play out wide, but with Cadell Daniel and Jason Banson in the team, we have a feeling that maybe Bayern Fennec will play just behind Sajaka. I don't know. How do you think about that? Yeah, I, th- I think Fennec will... Well, I think Fiennes will play a front three. I think it will be Fennec uh, on, the, on the left-hand side and we'll play Jason Banton on the right-hand side with Sakaya through, through the middle. I think we'll play two holding midfielders, possibly Cadell Daniel and um, Stuart O'Keefe with um, Hiram Boateng given licence to go forward. Uh, that, I mean, obviously, I, I could be completely wrong on this, and in all honesty, I probably am, but, but yeah, I, I'm here to speculate. Um, so, anyway, we are... How long are we from kick-off? We're seven minutes from kick-off, and the, the crowd's been quite nicely, actually. I was getting a little bit nervous with the, with the weather today that we weren't going to have such a good turnout, but it looks like, once again, the Palace fans have come out in force. So um, it's a, that's a credit to us. I mean, were, were you surprised by the attendance at the first game? I thought it was tremendous. I mean, obviously taking into account it was a bank holiday, but to have 1,500 people here for a development game was uh, 
probably a, a, one of the deciding factors in why they should hold the under-21 development games here at all. Uh, and, absolutely. Uh, and I think the support that day was absolutely tremendous and it was a really entertaining game. So, And it's great to be back at Sellers Park and I think it's a great experience for the, for the youngsters to play here. Yeah, I mean it's certainly one of those things where often on the, on the first occasion you may get a bit of extra interest and a few extra people and you did hope that we could keep that rolling and if, you know if we're playing the likes of Chelsea and Liverpool then we will keep that sort of, that sort of um, momentum with the support up. Yeah, and I mean, after this game we've got Manchester City so that will be interesting. Yeah, and we, so we, we do have to remember we're in a very very tough league I mean you know we, we've got Chelsea we've got Liverpool we've got Man City I mean we're sitting second from bottom but with uh, with a good win today we could go up to third is it? That's right, yeah, depending on other results, of course. Yeah. Absolutely, and I mean, I think it's testament to the, to the work the club has done with the academy and to the players coming through themselves that, we, you know, that, we, that we've got this far already. I think uh, an interesting player uh, um, who I hope we get to see tonight who's starting on the bench would be Rhys Alessandro. I've seen him a few times at under-18 and under-21 level and... Uh, He's really, really impressed me. He's only 16 still, uh, but he looks uh, one of our most promising youngsters and uh, it would be nice to see him get some game time today. Absolutely. Um, he's, I'm quite disappointed he's not starting. I thought he was exceptional in the last game. He played really well off Sakaya and um, yeah, not, not to see him out there starting is a bit of a disappointment. But um, I'm sure if we need him, he'll be coming on in the second half. So quickly, before we hand over to commentary, we're going to go through your teams just one more time. Um, we're going to go through the Crystal Palace lineup. So it's Lewis Price, uh, Alex Winter, Mac Parsons, Quade Taylor, Aaron Martin, Stuart O'Keefe is captain, uh, Bayan Fennick, Hiram Berteng, Ibris Akaja, Jason Banton, and Cadell Daniel. And on the bench, Aaron Akurika, Ross Fitzsimmons, Risa Alassani, Sully Kai Kai, and Elijah Gabsi. Um, I'm not going to go through the Chelsea team because otherwise it could take about 10 minutes as it did last time because of my childish giggling. Um, <laughs> which Mark helped me out no end. Thanks for that, Mark. Well, the teams are coming out onto the pitch now. So I'm going to hand you over to your commentary team, uh, Ben Nagel and Chris Hambling. Wilfred Zahar looking like Palace's most likely creator of something this evening. See the stars of tomorrow, today. Welcome back to our coverage of Liverpool versus Crystal Palace from Sellers Park in the Under-21 Development League. Plays it up the line to Alessandri. Alessandri now at half Causing all sorts of trouble with his control, isn't he, Alessandri? Live commentary from all home development games, only on Homestyle Radio. Uh, welcome back to Sellers Park. Um, yeah, sorry about that. I'm just about getting into our commentary position here in uh, at Sellers Park under the bright lights of the press box, finally. Uh, just to run you through those teams once more. Um, talk about the positions as well. Obviously, Lewis Price uh, starting in goal for Palace. Alex Winter starting at right back with Matt Parsons starting at left back. Quade Taylor with partnering Aaron Martin in the centre-back positions. Uh, Stuart O'Keefe uh, lining up with Hiram Boateng in the centre of midfield with O'Keefe captain in the side for the first time. Uh, young Bayan Fennick will hope, I think, playing just in behind Ibra Sakaja, we reckon, with Daniel and Banton uh, taking the wings. Um, exciting times, isn't it, Ben? Another under-21 game? Yeah, it's fantastic it? to be back, actually. Uh, uh, probably not quite as tough a game as, as the Liverpool one last time. Uh, obviously, Chelsea have, have just lost 4-1 to them, and we lost 3-1. 
So uh, as an esteemed Liverpool side as well, so technically we should beat them 1-0 tonight. Absolutely, that's, yeah, that's, that's the theory anyway. Yeah. Um, subs for Palace are Aaron Akaruka, who's usually a right-back, Ross Fitzsimmons, who's a goalkeeper, Reese Alassani, who can pretty much play anywhere, uh, but he's an attacking midfield slash forward type of player, uh, Sully Kaikai, who again is in similar similar way can play out wide and play up up top as well and uh, a young man called Elijah Gabzi who's a central midfielder who's uh, making quite a good impression um, teams lining up now but uh, I think still some way to kick off so we'll have a look at that Chelsea team Ben uh, obviously Jamal Blackman starting there in goal that's where I get stuck so over to you yeah well, well he's, a, he's a very good goalkeeper by all accounts I mean Chelsea I, I, I don't know if this says much about his, his ability but he was in the uh, the Champions League A squad for for Chelsea last season when they won it obviously you need a certain amount of homegrown players and, and he was in there so he's got a Champions League winner's medal so he'll uh, keep that on his on his <laughs> only one here who's got that for sure I'll tell you um, but yeah, obviously the rest of the team it's uh, Todd Kane Alex Davey not Aston Davey uh, Nathan RK AK oh no AK I forgot already Aziz Dean Conte no relation of John Conte I'm told the boxer uh, Islam Fairuz, George Saville, Ruben Loftus Cheek, who amused people. He does sound like you know, he sounds like the sort of abuse you get from a QPR fan. Um, Patrick Bamford, who's a striker they signed from Nottingham Forest for a fair amount of money. Finney Clifford, who I think also plays at front, and Lewis Baker, who I'm guessing is a winger by his number. Uh, their subs are Dan- Daniel Papo, Ben Killip, Connor Clifford, uh, Adam Noiti, and Jerome Bogai. Oh, we've kicked off here. It's Chelsea in possession. Chelsea kicking from left to right as we watch look over Sellers Park. And they have possession of the ball in the centre-back area and they're just passing it out wide to the left-back zone. Uh, we'll try and pick up their numbers and names and positions as we go. Uh, Ben's going to work very hard on that and, and help me out, aren't you, Ben? Uh, Boateng has won it back for Palace. He's played it back to Winter. Winter's now switched over here to this towards the near side in the centre-back area where Quay Talley will play a long ball out towards <laughs> towards Jason Banton. Now, Banton's lined up on this left-hand side, actually, at the start. And Daniel looks like he's playing further inside in the middle there. Um, so that's the first thing we've got wrong. But uh, we'll, we'll keep an eye on those positions. Um, interestingly, it looks like Bayern Phoenix over there on the right as well. So we'll try and pick up exactly the system Palace are playing. But it looks at the moment like they're packing the midfield. Chelsea have a throw uh, in right-back position over on this left hand, uh, on, our, on their right-hand side, our left. And they've played it all the way back to the keeper, uh, J- Jamal Blackman. It just knocks it back out to, uh, to I think... Uh, who is Alex Davy? Yep, Davey. Alex Davy. I got yeah. that right. Uh, any information on Alex Davy for me, Ben? Yeah, he's a Scottish centre back, and he's he's representing his country at under 19 level. So, well, he's obviously still eligible to play for England because uh, he hasn't played for for the senior team at Scotland. But he's a fantastic player, so he's obviously one to watch. And he he's played in the reserve team for for Chelsea as well four times. So, good player. Yeah, yeah, certainly. Well, Chelsea playing a, a very much a passing game, keeping possession there. The midfield dropping back in. Lewis Baker is uh, is actually occupying centre midfield. Uh, but they seem to have almost a, a midfield three and they're interchanging positions and Baker jogging back out to that left-hand side and uh, I think it's George Savile coming in. Uh, still, still Chelsea in possession, trying to play into the channels but just side the ball straight out of play. Ben. Interestingly, Chris, Todd Kane down on this, he's, uh, he's in the right-back position but he's pretty much, he was playing on the touchline. They're just running really, really wide mm-hmm. trying to feed the ball out there. Yeah, it looks like they're, they're pushing their full-backs right up to try and put us under pressure. Uh, Matty Parsons, obviously, he's been on that youth loan to Wickham and he's allowed to play in these games. Uh, and he's pushing well forward now. He's very unlucky not to get the run of the ball there. Yeah, I mean, we saw that in the last game against Liverpool, didn't we? Matt Parsons pushing forward and he even got himself a goal. So he, he, was, the out, he was the outstanding player, wasn't oh, he, Ben? He, he really was yeah. in that game. And, and a wonderful goal, although he admitted it was a cross in the end. Um, <laughs> it looked good from up here. It certainly did. Um, I mean, how do you think we're going to cope with the chasm that's left since Andy Dorman's no longer in this team? <laughs> 
Uh, it's going to be tough, admittedly, but I mean, there are. We, I mean, obviously, they've spoken about the team before the game, mm. um, but we've got some some experienced players in. Well, Aaron Martin, the centre back, so obviously yeah. we've got him on season long loan. I, I think the experience is well overdue. Uh, we we're, we're pushing up there, but Chelsea now have possession of the ball, uh, moving it over to the left hand side now. A little bit of an overlap there from the full back, as we were talking about earlier on, and he's out there in a bit of space now. Looking across, is that uh, our friend RK, was it? Ake? Aziz Dean Conti. Oh, I'll get it eventually. Okay, <laughs> quick throw out by Lewis Price to Banton here. Banton steaming down the left wing, cutting inside, looking to come inside on his right foot. Steps away from the challenge, falls, look like a foul, but it's not given. And uh, and it's Ruben Loftus-Cheek who move away with it, but Palace have possession back now. Taylor out to Parsons. Parsons look, looks up and plays the ball into the channel for Ibra Sakai to run onto. He's through. He's through in the left side of the area. Oh, it's a good save in the end. Well, a, an amazing angle to shoot from there, Ben. Yeah, he was running down this left wing and he's, he's managed to, to try and fit a shot in, but it, well, it was a fantastic save in the end, but it looked like a very tight angle to, to be able to score from, so he's done well to get, even get that on target. I mean, he's looking very much like he's uh, he's playing on, on up front on his own there, Sakaria, but he's done that on, on a regular basis for the youth team. And again, in the in the, in the Liverpool game, he spent quite a lot of time on his own with, with Empire tending to drop. Yeah, we spoke about the, the difference between this team and the first team. We've got Glenn Murray, who's, who's full of height in, in the first team, and then this, this younger team is a tiny striker. So he's That's all it. about pace. And uh, Chelsea have played a clever ball over the top there. And, oh, and good defending there. I think that's Quade Taylor who's stepping out now. Steaming down the right wing. A great ball out to Sakaju. He's occupying a white right wing position, trying to buy a bit of time. But that was out to Fennec. And then that's back it all oh, just a little bit ahead of Ibra Sakaja there. Yeah, we had the ball out on the right wing and this, uh, this ball through from Ben Fennec, just a little bit long, so the keeper's able to, to deal with it. Notice uh, Cadell Daniel getting forward in support as well there. Um, it does seem that, I mean, O'Keefe and Daniel are roaming quite a lot and uh, as a sort of two two pronged, slightly attacking midfielders with. Boateng just sitting deep in behind them. So that's an interesting way we've lined up there. So three centre mids, really, uh, but, but with a licence for them to roam. Uh, Chelsea now with the ball on the, on the, on the uh, wing there. And that, that was Aziz Conte again. And he's played it out wide to someone who I can't recognise quite yet. <laughs> Back into Saville. Uh, that's played by Bamford. Bamford looks a tidy player, I have to say. And that's a long-range shot. Well saved by Price. Yeah, that was Islam Farouz. He's a very good forward. He signed from Celtic in September 2011 for Chelsea. And... Uh, there was there was a lot of um, problems with his move. Really, he was he was in Scotland playing for for Celtic, and he he scored in the Victory Shield for Scotland as a 13-year-old, and that the Victory Shield is obviously under 16. 16 so, yeah. so he's playing three years above his, his age group. So he's a very good player. But he uh, was a refuge, refugee in Somalia, and Celtic kind of took him under their wing, and then Chelsea offered a lot of money for him and brought him down to England. But the, the Scottish authorities weren't very happy with that, and, and they didn't like that that happened. He's a talented player. As Cadell Daniel takes a lovely long-range shot. Uh, well over in the end, but good intent from Daniel, and, and he's got a very good left foot. So we spoke to him a few weeks ago on, uh, on Homesdale Radio, and he talked about his desire for him and Bayern Fennec to get a chance on free kicks. Um, again, with the, the legend that is Andy Dorman. Uh, interesting noise there. We did see the drum coming in earlier, so you might have some, some trouble later on hearing us. We'll see how that goes. Um, anyway, it's a goal kick for Chelsea. They just played it out, out wide. Back, into, back to the keeper now. And he's looking to play it long while the looks of things. It's a very Drills. open game so far, Chris, isn't it? It, it is, and, and, and the really two, teams, the two teams looking playing similar systems here. Uh, as a pass just goes astray uh, from Bayern Fennec and goes out for a, for a Chelsea goal kick. Uh, they've got the one up top in, uh, in Patrick Bamford. He's quite a big physical presence. And, um, and again, one of those, he played a couple of first-team games for Forest, I believe. Yeah, they signed him for £1.5 from Nottingham Forest at the... Uh at the start of 2012 and he, he's played twice for Nottingham Forest in the Championship against Cardiff and Ipswich only 12 minutes overall but mm. 
but yeah, it's still first team experience. He's got yeah, I mean, there was a, a lot of uh, obviously, we, you know, we don't like losing our young players, and there was a lot of upset yeah. Forest fans that that he jumped ship so earlier. But um, he's getting obviously getting this. That's what this league uh, under twenty one league's about about getting those sorts of players some competitive football, and um, you know, it's, it's probably good to see. It's probably give him a better chance than just you know playing. Playing youth games, so yeah. we'll, we'll see how that goes. One it's and a half million is a lot of money, so he must mm. have shown some promise up in Nottingham Forest. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. But uh, again, looks yeah, looks a strong striker. Um, again, but the rest of their team seems to be dropping a little deep. So uh, I mean, there's not a huge amount going on. I have to say. I mean, the, there's a lot of Chelsea playing a lot of short possession um, in the, in their own area, and then then looking long by the looks of things. And it's pretty similar from Palace trying to play up to a lone front man, just hoping that he can hold the ball up long enough for the rest of the midfield to get forward. Chelsea on the break now down the left left wing. Being stood up quite well here by Bayern Fennec tackling back, who slips and just has his back to Billy Clifford for Chelsea. Clifford now. Oh, he's gone past Fennec like he wasn't there. But great covering there by... <laughs> my eyes have gone by Aaron Martin. And that's back out here on the... It's a throw-in for Palace over on our... In the right-back position. As uh, Alex Winter steps up to take it. Now, Alex Winter and Ben Fennec linking quite well down that right-hand wing. Mm. Uh, obviously, Alex Winter looking for Ben Fennec all the time, as he just does there as well. Yeah, so. yeah. He's taken it on Scargery. He's done well to hold the ball up there. And again, great feet, really. But a sloppy pass, and it's intercepted by Billy Clifford. Uh, who seems to be the only player I've actually identified so far from Chelsea. Yeah, Probably. that's the that's the worry with Chelsea. They play a four-three-three mm. formation, so when they're attacking, those those what well, the, the midfield players go up, and, and it really becomes a really attacking formation. And uh, Savile's just fizzed the ball out here to Todd Kane, back into Savile, who's looking to stride forward. He looks like the the sort of ball carrier in midfield, Savile. Uh, sort of mop of blonde hair. I don't think he's any relation to Jimmy Savile, but you never know. <laughs> now, and there's you... some uh, some sellotape going on, interrupting <laughs> our commentary there. Uh, yeah, with George Savile actually, he was signed by Chelsea in 2004 by Brendan Rodgers, funnily mm. enough, who, who was uh, in charge of the, the Chelsea youth team, but obviously now he's Liverpool manager, mm. that's quite interesting. Yeah, absolutely, OK, Try, again, uh, Kane is trying to overlap on the right-hand side, well defended by Palace and it's with Parsons, Parsons steps away well, plays it out to the right-back area for Alex Winter, Alex Winter now up to Bayern Fennec, still in Palace's uh, half of the pitch, Fennec steps inside nicely and plays a ball out here to Quay Taylor, good possession football, and uh, it's out here on the left-hand side now with Matty Parsons. Parsons steps away from Baker. Driving run from Matty Parsons into the Chelsea uh, side of the pitch. Outside of his foot, out to Banton there, uh, but just cut out by Chelsea in the right-back position. Yeah, fantastic vision from Matt Parsons there, running forward. Nobody had seen that pass on the left apart from him, but uh, maybe a little bit long, and it's just cut out by the Chelsea defence. Absolutely. Uh, Davy played it up there to Billy Clifford. Clifford has been fouled by it's the. It's a very, very weak decision from the referee there. Didn't it look like a foul. Well, you've got to be out of tackle, haven't you? Um, <laughs> but there we go. Um, is that guy with the mop of hair and the yellow boots? Is that oh, uh, okay? <laughs> I'm trying to spot him. I want to know who he is. I think that is. Uh, I think is that, that is him. Yeah. Well, good stuff, number four. That's him. I know who he is now. I'm not going to mistake him for everyone else. Well, uh, something about Ake as well. I looked at a photo of him on Google only, and he's spitting image of Rude Hullet in his playing days. He's Dutch as well, signed him from Feyenoord, Chelsea. But he looks exactly like Rude Hullet. Mm, interesting stuff. Well, see nothing that you need to know. No, obviously. it's not but important. But it's good. It's additional information. It's good. It's visual, isn't it? Exactly, you know, that's, yeah. that's what we're here for. So if you do want to Google him, you, you'll see what I mean. 
Yeah, I mean, just yeah. Good luck. Uh, oh, God, well, balls cut out. Sorry to interrupt you, Ben. Rambling <laughs> about people's appearances, but um, it was a good interception there from Hiram Boateng. But his ball out to Banton on this uh, left wing was a little bit too strong, and it's gone out for a Chelsea throw. If I quickly go back to, to Nathan Ake, he's another one. When that he signed from Feyenoord, there was a lot of controversy over that as well. We've said that a few times with a few players that are playing for this Chelsea line. Feyenoord weren't happy that their player had been taken for such little money when they'd, you know, done done all the work and, and brought him up into a good player and then he's just signed for a little money. Just cut, cut you off there as uh, Chelsea attack down the left wing. Um, well well defended by, uh, it's actually Banff, no it's not, I'm getting confused with the uh, the numbering. The twos look like sevens but that was Alex Winter cutting that out, shows how good my eyes are. Uh, but Chelsea have possession again and they're just playing it back into the centre back area with Alex Davy. Davy plays it now into George Saville. Saville out to Todd Kane in the right back position. And Savile now gets the ball back and switches the play all the way over to that left-hand side to find Aziz Dean Conte. Yeah, 10 minutes gone here at Sellers Park and no real chances apart from that one shot down the left wing by, by Palace. I think it was mm, Sakaja. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, again, lots of possession, uh, but the final ball um, is missing for both teams, really. And mm. just a good example of there, as, as for Chelsea, Alex Davy fizzed the ball in at, at Bamford when all it needed was a, was a nice short pass to his feet. Um, he complained quite loudly, but you know that's that's the that's the level we're seeing at the moment, and, and certainly early do- early doors. But I don't see Chelsea being the threat that Liverpool were, because Liverpool are a strong side. Yeah, well, Chelsea have played three games in this league so far, and it's been pretty average for them: one-one, drawn one, lost one. You can't really get more, more average than that. So it's, it's a tough test. You don't really know what you what to expect from from this game, really. Obviously, Palace with just the one win, and that was against Fulham, who uh, who were at the foot of the table there, but. Um, Obviously, this is probably the first time we've really put in um, anyone over age who I'd consider a footballer because, um, <laughs> see, the, the player we had in before was, was uh, a malfunctioning Andy Dorman. Um, just break away from my rambling there as a Chelsea player out onto the, onto the wing now. Uh, driving into the box is now with Baker. Baker's tried to lift the ball over Price, but an easy catch. Yeah, sloppy ball again, and Lewis Price has cleared that easily, and then tried to find the long ball through to Sakaja, but Chelsea have cleared up easily and will knock it straight back to their goalkeeper, Blackman. And Blackman now plays it out to Ake. Ake looking up. I can uh, tell that you've, you've worked out Ake now because I he's have, there. Yeah, I have, exactly. <laughs> I'm comfortable now. The only thing I'm struggling with is over on the left, on their left wing. Is that uh, young Islam Farouz? Yes, you'll have to bear with us while we try and work out all these players. Obviously, yeah, we didn't recognise any of them. It was good by the second half last time. Oh yeah, brilliant. Yeah. So, yeah, bear with us. We'll get better at this. <laughs> anyway, George Savile now with for Chelsea. Chelsea again keeping the keeping the ball, and they're very but they're very quick to knock it back, and it's good pressure from Palace. Sakaja up, they're doing it all on his own, and Chelsea pass the ball all the way around, and they've switched the sides very very slowly, and it's with um, Davy centre-back who plays the ball in this time along the floor to Bamford's feet Bamford dropping deep plays it to Todd Kane Todd Kane Swift coming back now oh he's played a loose pass and Sakaja will get there oh Blackman's come right out of the area and clattered Sakaja and it's gone free and the keeper's way out of the area and it's a goal for Palace what a great finish yeah, the, goal, the goalkeeper's come ridiculously far out of his area to try and tackle uh, Sakaja down on the left. Stuart O'Keefe, isn't he? He's yeah, put yeah, it in, yeah. the, in the net. And he slid in, he's completely missed the ball, and Stuart O'Keefe's taken it around one defender and has had an easy finish just to slot it into an empty net. Yeah, the actual the, the action happened behind a pillar for me, that's my excuse. <laughs> but basically, what happened, yeah, the, the keeper's come well out of his area, clattered Sakaja. Um, probably not fair, he probably got there first, to be fair, but we've picked, uh, picked up the loose pass, and it's 1 0 Palace. 
Yeah, fantastic start from Palace. Obviously, we said it was a very even game, but Palace have managed to, to take the lead brilliantly here in the, the 600 or 700 Palace fans that have made the trip to Salas Barker. Mm. And as, uh, as Ibris Akaja hobbles back to the, the centre uh, after that being clattered by the keeper, I think that's really come from his work chasing a lost cause. And mm, It was a loose yeah. pass by Chelsea, absolutely, but he's still got to do that. He's got a lot of the pitch to cover and a massive amount of respect for him for doing that. Yeah, he's, he, got, he's got us a goal, basically. He's shown the pace that, he, that, he, uh, that he's got and he... He really is a very, very quick player. So. Bamford just flicking it on, and it's uh, Farouz was nearly in there, uh, but it was cleared now. So Matt Parsons in the left-back position. Parsons turns away and plays it back to Price. It's very tight out there. Price has just hammered it towards the main stand, and we can hear it clatter on the roof above us. And it didn't look like he was really aiming to go up the pitch. He <laughs> aimed for the roof and got the roof. <laughs> well, if in doubt, kick it out, and he's very much followed that. That's the kind of experience from the Welsh international that we're talking about. <laughs> Uh, Ruben Loftus-Cheek now in midfield, uh, plays it into someone with yellow boots. Uh, Todd Kane now, was coming under pressure, but well seen out by Matt Parsons for a goal kick. Takes the pressure off with some quality defending. Yeah, one thing that I've noticed in the last few minutes is Aaron Martin. He's really shown his, his uh, age there, really, to his experience, sorry, to... Mm. And he's just, he's, he's shouting and he's really... <laughs> yeah, he's doing, the, he's doing the kind of organisation we needed in the, in the first team when he was, when he had a go in there, but... Um, but absolutely, and I think this this game will be a bit of a great help to him because I mean we've got him for the season. Potentially might go back in January. You don't know, but yeah. um, you would expect that he will have a part to play, especially with, um, with with you know with Paddy really struggling to come back at any point in the in the near future. Um, and Gabadon's got to get some match fitness as well. So it's interesting the sort of things that you can get from these under twenty one games uh, with, with reference to the first team. Great tackling by um, Bay and Fennick, was it? Someone anyway, and uh, the ball's out to Banton. Banton's now switched it out right, and that is Fennick, but Fennick is given offside. It's okay if it was he made the tackle. Yeah, just offside from Fennick. He's, he's run a little bit early, and mm. he's just been caught offside. Wouldn't that be a Chelsea free kick on the far right-hand side of the pitch? I'm having problems recognising Stuart O'Keefe today. I'm not sure what's happened. We need to go by boot colour, I think. Certain people would never forgive me for that. Yeah, boot colour. He's got... Well, they exactly the same boots as, as Boateng. Yeah, but the, yeah, there is another key difference which should help me out there between the two. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, I will, I've got no really excuse there. Anyway, bit of possession now for Chelsea. They're just, again, switching it around, playing clever little passes, but they're going to now look for a long ball out to the wing. They sort of, that's what they do. They play it around in defence, and that's a great step in. Oh, from Fer not Farouz. <laughs> it's from, hmm, hmm, Conte. Who's, uh, who's getting forward from left-back all the time, then? Yeah, he is, yeah. yeah, he's a very good player. He's spotted playing for Waterloo FC in London by Chelsea, so that really shows that, that they go out their way and they and they find players from, from such low levels to just mm. you know, play in a, maybe in a, in a well, Saturday morning game. And he, they've and got the luxury him. of uh, stockpiling a fair few, I think. So, yeah, um, fantastic. But, um, but, yeah, but, yeah there's, there's, some, there's some good players there. Anyway, they've got a free kick on the left-hand side. That will swing an in-swinger in towards the keeper, but it's well headed out by a combination of Boateng and Martin, and it's out there now to Sakaja, who's brilliantly holding up again, turned excellently. Looks a real player at the moment. And some great one-touch football has led it out to Matt Parsons on the left-hand side. Parsons now, a driving run inside, just cuts, just slows it down. Drives in the ball now to Sakaja. Oh, but it's saved anyway. It was a great ball in from Parsons, straight to Sakaja's feet. Straight at the keeper, but it was, the flag went up for offside anyway. Referee quite rightly waves the play on. And we continue with Chelsea in possession of the ball uh, with Billy Clifford dropping back and playing a ball wide out here to Todd Kane. Kane striding forward down the right-hand side now. 
Daniel's trying to get out here, but uh, he's putting a great cross, but there's no one there other than Bamford in the near post. Chelsea suffering there by having the one up front, as we've often seen ourselves. Mm, Palace don't look to be sitting back on the lead either. They've, they've got one and they really are looking for another, it seems. Absolutely. Really attacking football is brilliant to watch. So they're looking, looking confident, Palace, and that's a good sign. Um, you know, the, the signs are very, very good. It's probably, again, the experience at the back you're talking about there was nearly... <laughs> we're nearly caught out. Yeah, that um, experience you were talking yeah, about nearly just, down there. <laughs> that's that's a fantastic commentator's curse. I was just about to talk about the experience Martin has, um, and he was caught out badly there by Bamford, uh, and a great save from Lewis Price. But Palace in possession now, looking to break, and it's Matt Parsons once more on the left wing. Parsons has played it into Banton. Also, yeah. Uh, no, that's Banton. Right? <laughs> it's getting tricky. <laughs> There's a lot of interchanging of positions uh, in my defence. Uh, that was Cadell Daniel out there on the left hand uh, in, in the left hand side, um, moving out from the midfield three to come out and play on the left. But it's Chelsea who break down the left wing now. Uh, good defending from Palace. That's uh, Alex Winter out there, but um, and, the, and the ball sliced straight out. Mm, that's all stemmed from Palace attack as well. We lost the ball and Chelsea have broken forward so much space out on that left wing, and they've they've powered forward and obviously the shot's gone flying over and, and it's easy for Lewis Price, but. That's uh, worrying that, that they've broken so easily there. Yeah, the left-hand side seems, well, our right-hand side uh, does seem a bit of a worry. Fenix um, being forced back quite a lot, not getting the ball in any uh, attacking positions, really. And it's, again, he's, he's, he's had this problem before. I remember speaking to him up at Cray when uh, Tyrone Sterling gave him a real hard time um, mm. and forced him to spend most of the game defending. And he wasn't a happy man after the game because of that. But uh, the ball goes out to him now and he it just misses his header, but the uh, Chelsea players headed it straight out of the pitch and it's in the hands of Alex Winter to throw it on. Winter finds O'Keefe. O'Keefe turns away, plays it back to Winter. Winter tries to play it up the line and unfortunately locks the ball straight out of play for a Chelsea throw. Chelsea throw the ball in. A uh, bit of play out on the left-hand side. He's coming into the centre. Played out now to uh, Alex Davy. Davy looking it to get his head up, plays a short pass in to uh, Loftus Cheek. Loftus Cheek finds Todd Kane. You laughing at Loftus Cheek again? No, oh, well. All right. Uh, Farouz <laughs> plays it to Billy Clifford. Billy Clifford looks up and plays a diagonal ball that was cut out by Martin or Taylor or Alex Winter. <laughs> I'm not doing well today. Loftus Cheek now with a pass once more. Uh, and it's played out here again to Kane trying to overlap. And Cadell Daniel gets in there first and almost finds Sakajo with the ball trickling out of play off the Palace player for a Chelsea throw. Todd Kane to throw it in. Throws it in to George Saville. Saville plays it back now to Davy. Davy back into Saville. It's all, all in Chelsea's own half. There's no real threat at the moment from, from them. And they're just looking to hit long diagonal passes all the time. And Palace's defence standing firm. Back here now with Saville. Saville back out to Kane. It's a familiar ring to it. Kane looks to play a ball into Bamford. Bamford gets there first, tries to flick it out to Farouz, and it's just run out for a goal kick. Yeah, the ball I don't think quite where sorry didn't quite go where he wanted it to go, but but Billy Clifford's got on the end of it there and nearly made a chance out of nothing really. But Palace doing a really good job of keeping the play in front of them. They're not really getting in behind as as much as they were um, a few moments ago. I think something is you know. Winter sort of pushed on in the right back position a bit more and trying to give him a bit more to think about and the two centre centre halves are just dropping off Bamford and, and letting him play in front of him and 
has just removed any threat that there, any sign of a threat that there was. Uh, Price hitting a long ball up towards Sakaja, and the ball eventually falls to Cadell Daniel in midfield, who plays it up here. It's now on this left-hand side of Matt Parsons. There was a foul on Banton, it looks like, after the ball, but Parsons tries to trick his way past Farouz, I think it is, and the, the, the Chelsea player runs away with the ball. Uh, up this right-hand side, switch the play all the way over now, but an easy ball to cut out there from Winter. Very switched on in that right-back position, as I was talking about a moment ago. Yeah, I was about to say how oh, Matt Parsons has shown so much confidence, maybe a little bit too much confidence there, trying to beat one too many players and, and losing out. Well, it's great to see him get so much football because, I mean, we saw how good he looked in the last development game, and almost immediately after that, he got himself the youth loan out to Watford just for the month. and. It's great that he can get experience in a first-team environment, and they're you know they're a bit of a struggling team at the moment, uh, Wickham. And so, um, yeah, it's good to see him get that and still be able to come back and play his part of Palace because he's got a big future if he carries on the way he did, is. I think it's worth noting as well. We, we said how he was our player of the match in the last game against Liverpool, and he started in really the same fashion today, and he looks fantastic again, powering down that left wing. So it's a very accomplished performance so far from Palace, uh, but it's with. Okay, <laughs> uh, in the centre-back position. He's switched it out now to um, Aziz Dean Conte. I'm not going to say his full name continuously. Um, George Saville now with it in the midfield. Saville plays ball into Bamford. Bamford drops back into midfield. Still in possession. Flicks the ball just cut out by Palace. Really good hard work in the midfield there and uh, covering a lot of ground, Boateng and um, O'Keefe in particular with Daniel dropping out on this left-hand side now. You know, some interesting little just tactical changes as the game wears on. And Daniel's trying to find a bit of space out on the left-hand side, and you're, you're finding Banton's drifting around quite a lot and trying to provide support to Sakaja. It's, it's, it's encouraging stuff. Yeah, with the Chelsea side as well, looking at, at their players, Aziz Dean Conte is looking fantastic on their on their left wing. I mean, yeah, again, he's, he's sort of he's playing left back technically, but yeah. he's not he's not interested in defending, is he at all? No, he's a very good player. He's, I mean, he's represented England under 16, under 17, and under 19, and he looks like their standout player really at left back, as yeah. Matt Parsons are left back. He's <laughs> strong in the left back positions. <laughs> oh, as we talk about it as a left back position, it's Kane completely left free. He just we went to sleep a little bit there. Parsons drifted infield, and no one took his place. But Palace defending well. And the ball now goes out. That was by Cadell Daniel. A long ball up to Sakaja. Cut out, but it will drop to Banton. Banton on the edge of the, the area. Driving. Looks like he was... No, he's just fallen as he's tried to drive past the defence there and went behind the pillar to try and cut <laughs> it out again. Pillars everywhere in this main stand. Um, and it's, the ball is with Billy Clifford. Just inside Palace's half. Switching it out to that left wing once more with Conte. His bright orange boots. He plays it back to George Seville. George Saville now looking for Billy Clifford, who's dropping deeper and deeper to try and affect this game. Clifford now passes, a, again, short pass, one-touch football. Not particularly probing, involving Bamford and involving uh, Baker and involving Clifford. And the ball now switched out once more to Conte on that left wing. Keep leaving him alone out there. And uh, he's, he's beaten by Van Fennec. He's gone down, but he's, it's no different to a challenge we saw a moment ago. And he's, but the referee's given the foul. Bit of the old big club bias there. <laughs> yeah, Billy Clifford in this in this central midfield position. So they're playing 4-3-3 and, and Billy Clifford plays right in the centre of the park and he is a very, very good player. He's been at Chelsea since he was seven and he trained regularly with Carlo Ancelotti uh, in the first team squad and then when Villas Boas came in he went on their pre-season tour of Asia. So he's got Well you can tell he, you can tell he's got a lot of confidence in himself because he's he's one of those he's dropping all over the pitch. Uh, almost like a, a free roll as this free kick comes in, headed out well by Daniel and the referee signals for a corner. Um, I think 
Yeah, it looks like it. Yeah, Lewis Baker's gone over to take that corner, Chris. I know just at the start of the game you mentioned how uh, one of the players had the same name as, as a famous boxer, was it? Yeah, that was Conto. Yeah, well, Lewis. Yeah, well, Lewis Baker is uh, the son of former world champion powerlifter Audie Baker. Oh, all right. And uh, thanks for that, Ben. Right. Loftus Cheek has uh, just headed uh, well over the bar. Uh, not a major threat there, to be honest with you. But the ball had come in from that corner. But Palace see it, see it off, and it's with Lewis Price to take this goal kick. Palace just sort of taking their Price is taking his time over this, just killing it a bit. As, as Chelsea had been attacking, uh, you know, fairly consistently for the last couple of minutes just take a little bit of the sting out good experience there and he plays a long ball up again looking for combinations of Sakaja and for Banton who's now more central than anything he's, he's, he's definitely gone up in support of Sakaja just in behind and, and you've got Cadell Daniel pushing right up on this left hand side as well now so um, I mean ball's just gone out for a throw in right by the uh, far corner flag on uh, Chelsea's left hand side all thrown to Savile, who knocks it back. Again, good feet in there from, from that young Bayern Fennec. Doing the defensive work right up the other end of the pitch. It's gone out for a goal kick, but it's important to do that kind of work, isn't it, Ben? Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's a, a really an even game overall, I'd say, Chris. Would you, would you agree with that? Though? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've, I was impressed with Palace, and I think Chelsea have come back into it in the last few minutes, certainly. But, um, but we're, you know, we're, we're showing some really good signs here. And like I say, the, the really encouraging thing for me, and we're talking about development, it is a development game. It's all about the guys learning. It's the way that the, 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 there's positional discipline and when a, when a player moves positions, which we often do, there's always someone going into his position. And it, it's, it's very encouraging that the guys are obviously responding to instructions and, and actually paying attention to what's going on around them. It's just good to see. Parsons has actually done really well to keep that in on the left wing. And it's just, just held on the ball a little bit too long, but he's still in possession. Oh, lovely ball inside to Hiram Boateng behind the pillar. He plays a, just a casual, one-touch football. Brilliant now. It's Cadell Daniels driving into the area. Daniel, I think he's won the corner there. He has done. Corner for Palace. Yeah, fantastic football. Just playing it one-two quick touches from Palace to, to work their way through the defence. And a brilliantly one corner that Ben yeah. Fenix now going over to take. That's it. We, well, we're seeing the, the, the sense in what Palace have done in, in pushing Banton in behind Sakaja because he was luckily he was able to link play with Sakaja and with Daniel and to provide us this chance. And, and as you say, Fenix now standing there. He's got Boateng near him for the short corner, but he's played it in long. Oh, near post corner, and referee has signalled for it. I think it may have gone out just out, or there may have been a foul on the keeper there. Mm, it's worth noting that the Premier League big boys Chelsea don't really look like scoring. No, not at all, no. Um, I'm sure they'll come back into it and they'll probably make some tactical adjustments of their own. But at the moment, it looks like tactically and, and physically Palace are, are on top, as well as being 1-0 ahead. Mm, obviously, they've played one game less than us, but if Palace do come out with a win here, we do overtake Chelsea in the league and, and really push up to potentially uh, fourth, I think, if I've done that right. Yeah, I'll let you do the maths. Um, yeah. Palace win the belt ball back from Chelsea. It's back out to Parsons. Strong tackling from Farouz, but uh, it's the Palace's uh, his ball as... Fullerton throws it to the hands of Parsons. Parsons with a long throw up to Sakaja, who just loses the ball, unfortunately. Um, and Chelsea win it back here with uh, Clifford. Clifford now steps away from the attentions of Sakaja and plays it wide to Conte. Uh, it's now in back in with Clifford. Try, tries to play a little ball, but it's deflected. And a combination of deflections and Cadell Daniel booting it and uh, Palace win it back. And a nice long ball into the channel for Sakaja to chase uh, as Davy clears up and plays back to Blackman in the Chelsea goal. Blackman plays a short pass out to George Savile, who's trying to escape the attentions of Daniel and does so. And plays that out to Ake. 
who plays it back to uh, Blackman, back to Ake, and Chelsea kill it a bit, and Palace stop chasing, and just let them have a bit of possession. And I can take a bit of a breath. <clears throat> Driving run now from George Saville. Palace just backing away a little bit, and uh, the ball is slid out to the left wing or to Conte as Fenix gets in a tackle lucky it does break back to Conte who's driving now tries to put it across and it's easily collected by Lewis Price mm, Fennec and Winter have got their work cut out on that left wing on the sort of Palace's right wing but the, the Chelsea left wing that's it I mean it's, it's one player against the two of them mm, and he's definitely. at the moment he's possibly having the slightly better of that yeah. battle although I, you know Winter's anticipation has helped him out a couple of occasions but it's, you're right it's tough out there but anyway possession with Palace on the right oh it's so unlucky just on the right hand edge of the box and Sakasha just doesn't take the ball with him and uh, has now lost lost the ball right over by that corner flag uh, and Chelsea break out now with Loftus-Cheek dropping back playing it out there to I think that's Clifford who's dropped all the way back there again that's Clifford there Loftus-Cheek now he misses out uh, George Saville with the pass who lets Baker have it back Baker now, a long ball out to Conte once more on the left-hand wing. He Left-hand wing? I don't know if that makes sense. He cuts back. <laughs> and it's now over on the right-hand side of central midfield. Saville tries to play a 1-2 with Farouz and it's found its way to Bamford. Bamford now plays it back to Clifford. Clifford now, driving run. Tries to look for the shot but they can't escape the attentions of Matty Parsons. Goodell Daniel doing a bit of defending out here as Kane pushes forward. Parsons now steps out again to try and as Saville comes and takes possession of the ball. Saville, a little ball to uh, Clifford. Back to Bamford, who's dropped deep. Oh, just cut out once more by Taylor. And now Cadell Daniel will have it on the left-hand side. Plays the ball in towards Stuart O'Keefe, but it's cut out by Chelsea. And it's with Kane again in the right-back position. Kane, some very, very quick <laughs> play that I can't keep up with. And it's, with, <laughs> and it's over to Conte on that left wing once more with a bit, bit of space to run into. We've got to stop giving him space out there. And he takes on... Winter for pace but just overruns it for a goal kick yeah it's a heavy touch and he's just run the ball out of play and it's a Palace goal kick as he's uh, Dean Conte I've got a couple of notes about him here he's, he's said to be very athletic and he reads the game well and he's been praised by the manager Dermot Drummy for his very professional approach which I think is, is not, obviously you'd think that all of them would be professional to, but to, to pick him out as one that is very professional is, is quite big praise I think in a, in a Chelsea yeah lineup. I mean he's a, he is the standout player for them by some distance at the moment he, I mean he's I say he's doing the work of two men out on that left-hand side, and, and we've got to be switched on to keep to keep him out because at, at some point he's going to get across right. And you know when you've got people breaking in from midfield, it's, it's going to be a threat. And, and Chelsea are looking a threat as we, um, I guess, as we come towards half-time in this. I suppose what 15 minutes to half-time is it? Yeah, 15 minutes. We've played 31 here at Salas Park. Fantastic, and it's still one-nil to Palace. Loftus Cheek plays it out to the aforementioned Conte. He just just casually steps inside plays it back to Loftus-Cheek is it Loftus-Cheek hyphenated or can I just say cheek it's Loftus-Cheek hyphenated oh but Dean Conte is hyphenated as well so we don't know if we're saying that right oh man stupid hyphenated players (laughs) Uh, ball now now still with Chelsea Uh, Baker plays it in towards Saville and it's broken to Kane on this right hand side great cross in from Kane brilliantly cut out by Quay Taylor Great defender from Taylor. Uh, good to see because I rate, rate the guy very, very highly. Um, he's always a composed centre-back, good on the ball uh, and cut out that cross well, Ben. Yeah, I think very good for him to be lined up next to Aaron Martin as well. He's got so much experience. He can learn a lot, although maybe Aaron Martin doesn't look like the best of players in, in the Palace <laughs> he's got first compa- team. He's got comparative experience, hasn't yeah. he? But, um, you know, it, it's, 
But uh, ooh, uh, just Price came for the ball from a uh, from a corner there. Didn't get anywhere near it, and the ball's on the edge of the area now. Breaks. Oh, that's a that's a waste in the end from uh, from Billy Clifford. Yeah, it's a shot just outside the edge of the box, and he's tried to loop it over Price's head, obviously, but it's uh, it's gone wayward, and it's uh, another goal kick for Palace. Yeah, yeah, shame to see Chelsea wasting that. I'd like to see Lewis Price maybe get a bit of a test because he's not really had anything major. A couple of uh, fairly routine saves, but. Um, but, you know, this this development game is all about testing the players, and at the moment Chelsea are not really testing other than out on that left wing. Yeah, Chris, what do you think the reason for Lewis Price coming in is? Obviously, Rossford Simmons has, has done reasonably well over the last few development games. Why have they brought in Lewis Price now? Um, it's a good question. I, I, I really think it's possibly nothing really to do with uh, Fitzsimmons' performances. No. I think it's more to do with the kind of security uh, the experience Lewis Price will give to that to that young defence. Um, you know, Price, Price has got a lot of first-team experience. He's an international player. And you've seen that the kind of combination that, that a defence and a goalkeeper have in a game can, can affect each other's game. We saw Spironi in the first team sort of struggle early on because he had an unfamiliar and uncommunicative defence ahead of him. Mm. So I'm just thinking it, uh, having that experience behind them will give them a bit of confidence. And again, we've seen them play well. We've seen Martin do pretty well. Um, the other side of it, Ben, is, is he needs games. Lewis Price isn't going to display Spironi anytime soon. Yeah. They're out of the League Cup, so he's, he's got to play some competitive games um, as well. So I just stretch my back there like a oh dear. professional. I'm getting old. That's the problem. <laughs> um, I've just noticed there are no, yet again, there are no sandwiches in the press box. How do you feel about this, Ben? Well, I mean, we, we've. We're doing this for Palace players tonight as well as Homestead Radio, so you'd think... Oh, hang on, I'm going to have to break away from sandwich discussions. Oh, that's, un that's unsettling. Uh, just to let you know what happened there, <laughs> Banton, it's a long ball forward, and Banton looked like he was going to break, but he just took an extra touch, and unfortunately the chance was gone. So fortunately, Ben, we can go back to talking about sandwiches. Yeah, well, I'll, I'll quickly explain that chance. Blackman's come very far out again, just like he did when Palace got the opener, and he's... Uh, been taken round by, by Banton he's just run the ball a very heavy touch and he couldn't quite get past him but, but Blackman really comes very far out of his box probably too yeah, far yeah absolutely it's, a, it's another mistake from the keeper and um, yeah unlucky for Palace not to go too ahead there I think keepers are, are told to come out and, and you know give give commands and stuff but I think some take it too literally and he's, he's doing well, that well you know they're an, they're an eccentric bunch and, and really he's not had an awful lot to do other than make a mistake and pick the ball out of his net so he's trying to get involved and trying to do the right things um, referee again showing a little bit of bias to the Chelsea team in my view <laughs> it's nothing fouls you know you get you get a few kicks here and there and I'm, it's a shame to see you know but there we go anyway it's a Chelsea free kick um, what midway into the into our, into our half Oh dear, and uh, you've got um, lining it up. Thought for a second there, George Savile was going to get involved as well, and uh, but it's left it to Baker. Baker's going to uh, approach it left-footed. There's a substantial wall ahead of him. Uh, it's about 35, maybe even 40 yards mm. out. Worth noting at this point as well that Lewis Baker is, uh, is proficient with both feet as well. He's in equal measure. So oh, nice work. So obviously, well, he's, he's well, it's easy for Price. It's a, if, you're a, if you're a Chelsea fan, it was a waste. Um, yeah, you know, he shouldn't be looking to shoot from there, really. No, well, it, I don't think he got halfway between crossing it in and shooting. I think it was, um, yeah, it, it, it was neither of them really. Easy catch for Price, and Price now hoofs the ball up long, um, but easy cut out there from Ake, uh, who is now on the ball again, plays it into George Saville. Saville looking up, and he's going to look on this left wing again, but it's well marshaled by Banton, uh, who pressures him into playing it back in the centre of defence to Davy. 
Uh, Davy now not really challenged, running forward and plays it to Baker. Baker now stepping inside. Uh, the challenge of Parsons, who's gone right with him, following him all the way across the pitch. Uh, Baker now is trying to escape over to that left-hand side to get away from the attentions of Matt Parsons, and it's him in possession now. And like you say, Ben, he's now on his right foot there, uh, showing his proficiency with both. Uh, but well cut out, great work from O'Keefe. And it breaks now to, um, is, is it Daniel on this left-hand side here? Daniel tries to play the ball into Sakaja, but he's made a different run, and unfortunately just run through to Ake. It was very good work from Banton to win the ball back from and, and make a chance out of nothing, really. So. It, it was. I've been impressed with Banton today. We've, we've sort of, obviously, we don't really know if he's been signed permanently or it's still a trial, but um, as you, we've talked about before, he's a much-travelled player, isn't he, Ben? Uh, yeah, we saw it when we were building up to the Liverpool game. We didn't really know much about him. We know that he was on the bench against Middlesbrough earlier in the season, but he, he'd come out of nowhere, really. Yeah, I mean, he, he's played for pretty much all the top clubs and yeah. seem to have trouble following him around but looks like he's potentially found somewhere to sort of settle and um, certainly getting a lot of game time in this under 21 side and he looks a decent player uh, ball swung in dangerously from Conte on that left hand side who's still getting a little bit too much space for my liking I think that's Martin who's cleared that out and uh, Conte takes the throw to George Saville who's moved over to the left hand side of centre midfield and is driving up the left hand side of the area plays a quick one two with Conte and now turns in towards the box forced back by Palace and I think that's um, once more, Clifford dropping right back. He's, he's all over the pitch, really. But it breaks to Parsons, who's now driving run up this left flank again. Love to see that. Covered so much ground. Tried to play the ball to Daniel ahead of him, but he's a bit heavy with the pass. But Daniel's done well with a bit of pressure on. And uh, Palace have a, a throw on this left-hand flank, uh, probably halfway into the Chelsea half. Uh, Parsons will step out to take that. Yeah, as you said, Parsons driving forward. I don't think Cadell Daniel was really on the same wavelength as he as Parsons tried to put the ball through to him. No, no, you're probably right there. But it's Daniel with the ball now in the corner area, trying to find space for a cross with attentions of two, and brilliantly wins the corner. Well done to Cadell Daniel there. Mm, seven minutes to go in the first half. Palace really do look like the better team as Bayern Fennec comes over to take this corner. Yeah, overall they've they've certainly looked the more certainly the more dangerous, and, and there's a lot of lot of possession for Chelsea, but nothing really effective. Um, like, like we've talked about, the dangers have come from, all come from one area. Um, and that's probably something to work on. Short corner routine now. Uh, Fennec and, and Boateng, that's brilliant play from Fennec. Just a little bit of dazzling Wilf-style skills and flicks the ball. And it's all still with Palace. Oh, it's cut out well. Uh, but O'Keefe finds the ball. Oh, that's a rash challenge on O'Keefe. And the referee's completely ignored it, Ben. That's ridiculous. He's gone straight through him after the ball's gone and it, it looked like a definite foul if not yeah, it's a lucky not to, a yellow card yeah it's at least a yellow but there we go uh, referees ignored it biased and um, <laughs> and Conte now dangerous pushing in on the, on the penalty area and drives a shot across but easy for Price once more it's another poor shot he's in a very good position inside the box he, he really should have done better with that he's, yeah he's going to have to work a lot harder to, to do anything to try to get past Price from that sort of angle really uh, but still worrying that he's getting through so, so often on that side of the pitch um Lewis Price with a long ball up towards Fennec. Fennec wins the header unchallenged brilliantly to Sakaja, who holds the ball up fantastically. Ball back in towards O'Keefe, but a little bit of a loose pass from Sakaja. But it does break back to O'Keefe. Uh, Banton now working in with Sakaja. Banton still with possession. Forced back, but plays a great ball out on the right-hand side. Cross comes in. Oh, straight to the keeper. Good, good play from Palace, Ben. Yeah, the ball was a little bit ahead of Ben Fennec, and he was really trying to get to that cross, and he managed to get there, but couldn't do anything more than, than give it to the goalkeeper, unfortunately. That's right. And the uh, dangerous Billy Clifford now dropped all the way back into midfield once more, plays it into Baker. Baker back to Loftus-Cheek, back into to Baker. <laughs> <laughs> back out here. It's found its way on the right-hand side to Todd Kane, who plays it back into Loftus-Cheek once more. Uh, that's again back into Clifford. 
and in a more advanced position now George Seville takes a long range shot and a fantastic goal for 1-1 he's been he's looked a bit of a bit of class about him George Seville just managed to first time in this game really drove in towards the box found a little bit of space and he's rifled in a shot from about 22 23 yards straight into the corner price no chance yeah it's very unlucky I mean it's, it's come out of nowhere really uh, Chelsea haven't looked like scoring and then just a moment of sheer brilliance from George Savarelli to, to curl one into the top left hand corner as you say price nowhere near it but but really you, you can't save those no you can't save those be right Ben I think they um, mentioned before the game as well about um, George Savile, he, he hasn't really got much physical stature and he, he lacks in that and I think that's that's one thing that the manager said is, is a, a negative about him but what he lacks in that he makes up for an effort and understanding the game. Yeah, yeah, he looks looks to be the driving force in centre midfield. I expected it to be Loftus-Cheek who's had international recognition and you know he's got like well we're talking about physical size he's got a bit of bit of power about him but really in possession it's it's certainly been several for me who's the one who's just keeping the ball ticking over so anyway great goal but we shouldn't take anything away from palace because it was it was against run of play that's not well again Sakaja driving out on the right hand side there and I don't know, if, if that had been a Chelsea player falling there, I think that would have been a free kick. <laughs> yeah, well, he's got round Ake, and I think it may have just been a little slip and he couldn't quite get to the ball. No, maybe. I still think, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, brilliant work from Cadell Daniel to win the ball back there. Real battling play, and he's still got possession. That's a foul, referee. Finally, thank you, ref. My, uh, my, um, my professionalism slipped there. Did anyone notice? <laughs> yeah, well, Cadell Daniel showing the strength that he's got really to hold off a four or five Chelsea players and hold the ball until the ref's behind the whistle finally and given the foul out on this left-hand wing. I'm going to boo the referee off, Ben. I'm not having that. <laughs> I've just used the same term as you, left-hand wing. Is that... Is that we're, well, we're going to popularise that term okay. from now on. The correct term is left-hand wing. <laughs> um, Fennec and uh, Boateng once more over this. I think it'll be Fennec standing over it. Boateng runs over the ball and you're right, Fenix swings it in, bit too long, it's going to be straight to the keeper and the keeper does claim it. Uh, yeah. And a long throw out on the left hand side, On he's left him alone again out there Ben, oh and he's almost completely through, the defence came back, great challenge, yeah. great challenge all day. That's <laughs> <laughs> how that looks uh, and the referee could easily give him that the way, the he way could, he's been. He could, but the ball is with Palace in the midfield, uh, he just win it back now and it's stood out on the left, left flank. Now stem from a fantastic throw from Blackman in goal. He's six foot five, so he, he's easily caught the ball and, and seen that long throw. <laughs> he's, he's thrown it half the length of the pitch. And a, a very loose pass from uh, Alex Davy at the back for Chelsea. Gives the throw into Palace in the right back position. Winter throws it back to Aaron Martin. Back two, to Winter on the right hand side. Two minutes plus added time here until half time at the last park. Thanks, Ben. Uh, long ball out, and it's Fennec who switched wings. Oh, just a little bit of a heavy touch. Well tackled back uh, by Todd Kane. The ball runs out for a throw. Chelsea, to go Chelsea. right in the right by the corner flag actually. Yeah, well, he's, he's, he's run for it. It's not there. Ref, it's not there. Bring it back. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear, we're getting a little bit partisan towards the end of this half. Here. But um, throw from Chelsea to Bamford, challenged well again by uh, looks like Fennec out there. Uh, referee giving a free kick there, Ben. Do you agree with that one? Oh, you didn't. We didn't give a free kick. It's a throw in. Oh, did he? <laughs> what was the yeah, whistle the for? The ball's just right. Yeah, didn't need a whistle actually. The ball's just ran out of play. Phoenix made a nice tackle, but the ball's just run out and Parsons couldn't yeah, get it. Yeah, right. <laughs> anyway, uh, good work for Botain to cut out a long ball forward, and it's the throw to Chelsea on the right hand side. Kane with it, throws it in to Baker. Baker switches it to Ake, who plays a ball right out to the completely unmarked Conte again on the left wing. 
Uh, Gadel Daniel's gone all the way out there, hasn't he, to try and uh, nullify that threat and has fouled Conte. Yeah, he's shown his strength again, but a bit too much strength because he's bundled the player over and given away a free kick. But uh, certainly you can see the number of players from Chelsea who are lurking out on that left-hand yeah. side. They've spotted the weakness. The yes, assistant um, referee's added one minute on, so just one minute until half-time. One minute half-time. As Boateng breaks down the left-hand side, plays it now to Sakaja. Sakaja, oh, just another heavy touch. Um, yeah, just... He's miscontrolled it really and he's just knocked it out of play but that could have been a chance for, for Palace right at the end of the half but unfortunately it's, it's a Chelsea throw that, that Todd Kane will take up the right back position. Yeah, I mean I, I'm, I'm guessing the, the switching of wings from Fennec and uh, Daniel has, has been to try and nullify that threat on the side but you've still got to pick the player up and that still isn't, wasn't happening earlier. So, but I, you know, there we go. It's, it's half-time. It's 1-1. It's been a good half for Palace. Chelsea can count themselves pretty fortunate to, to go in level, but it was a fantastic strike. Uh, we'll be handing back to the studio fairly shortly, and we'll be back for a little half-time chat with John and Mark, and then myself and Ben will bring you the second half commentary live and exclusive on Homestale Radio. Without any of this, there would be none of this. But, as I was saying, no sandwiches, no teas, no coffees... Not even a Jaffa cake, man. <laughs> We've got nothing in this press box. I'm furious. Cadell Daniel now. Oh, he's won a corner there. Fantastic. Yeah, uh, out by the Liverpool defender. Couldn't do a lot more than that, really. And, uh, and Reese Alessani walks over with Andy Dorman to, to take that corner. All we did that was some uh, new Warburton's baked banana chips. Classic tea. It's actually aunts. Don't look very nice. Second, second to naan. Brilliant. <laughs> Or this. You, you could do what you want. I mean, I wouldn't want to frighten the fucking kids that listen to this. <laughs> 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 I can't do it anyway, mate. Can you the town thing? You're popular. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't care. I'm just going to go. Okay. Just... Oh, honestly, you, you, you use your BBC voice and I'll just... Okay. I'll sit here and masturbate. All this. Dorman picks up the boys. Just tries to cut in. Plays a long... Oh, it's a long hope for the ball, yeah. But I've been attacked by a bumblebee. It's a, it's a feature of whole radio broadcast. If you've not seen it before, I often get attacked by bees and wasps. Um, during, I don't know what I've done to anger the bee and wasp community, but it does happen. HOLradio.net slash donate. Well, I need Stabbing uh, people texting me while I'm commentating, you know, they should really be listening to my commentary, shouldn't they? Yeah, and you should keep your phone in your pocket, really, Chris, aren't they? Well, I did say I wasn't professional. <laughs> how, how many other radio stations announce a bee attacking them? Not many. <laughs> oh, well, not many radio stations have bee attacks. Really. That's true, and well, I've done it twice. <laughs> well, one bee, one wasp. But um, anyway. Welcome back to Homestyle Radio. Uh, you're back with me, John Burgess, and uh, Mark Ross beside me. This is the halftime show. Uh, well, Mark. 14 minutes in, Stuart O'Keefe, uh, definitely the beneficiary of a real mess up at the back for Chelsea. Uh, I mean, the keeper was well out of his area. Good work from Sakaja, and uh, you know we were happy. We were happy as sandboys, weren't we? Yeah, we looked good. Uh, it was a, a comfortable performance. I think uh, both teams have been cancelling each other out in uh, the first half. Similar formations, but as you say. Uh, up until uh, that goal just uh, prior to half time we looked pretty comfortable there have been some good displays by some of the players as you say uh, George Savile on 42 minutes with a long range equaliser we're having a bit of discussion here um, it was about 22, 23, maybe 24 yards out and um, 
Uh, I think Lewis Bryce got fingertips for that, but I, I've got to say I hold him at fault for that one. I think uh, from that distance, a uh, keeper of his quality, he didn't move his feet at all, Mark. No, that has been a criticism of Lewis in the past, hasn't it? And uh, I think he got a bit, uh, his feet were a bit stuck in the... They were rooted. I mean, I've seen trees <laughs> that have, uh, have looked less sturdy than that. Yeah, um, I think, yeah, I think yeah, you've got a point there. I think if he moved his feet, he may have got uh, a better hand on that. He may have been able to do something about it. But it, it, was, a, it was a fantastic shot, though. I, I mean, it was undoubtedly. And I think it may be caught him by surprise. But um, as soon as... Uh, as soon as he hit it, we, you think he's got to save it. You see his feet not moving. Well, it's all over. But let's look at some positives from Palace for the first yeah. half. Um, I mean, personally, my positives were defensively. Actually, I thought we were pretty good. I thought Martin and particularly Quade Taylor looked very good at the centre-back pairings. And um, Matt Parsons and Cadell Daniel um, sort of interchanging a little bit on the left-wing position um, towards the left-back position. I worked really well because Cadell Daniel obviously previously was a left back and has moved up into midfield this season. Yeah, I thought they both linked up really well. I think Manchester uh, started the game really, really well, and uh, Cadell grew into the game, and um, and they look they look really well uh, playing down the left side for Palace in the Absolutely. first half. Yeah. And uh, they look a good combination. I think. I mean, uh, I've always liked Matt Parsons, and uh, he, he he does look like the senior pro out there, you know? He, he, the way he, he conducts himself on the pitch, uh, yeah. he definitely looks like a little, he's got that little edge over some of the youngsters. Absolutely. Uh, we were saying earlier, uh, he and O'Keefe, you can look at them and you can see the difference between the finished article coming out of an academy and a player that's currently in the academy. Um, you know, just that, as I said, the way they carried themselves and just that slightly more muscular shape to them and you know the ability to hold off a player I think we're quite a small team really yeah. you know outfield particularly you know we've got Sakaja up front who really couldn't be any less of a target man I mean very small and I don't know how do you I, I, it's, it's tricky to work out exactly what the setup or the, the formation is meant to be because Sakaja looks very isolated up on his own and I'm not really sure how uh, David Fullerton's tried to set this out. It looks like Banton's been given a free role and he's sort of started on the left-hand side, drifted into the middle, but there's a lot of space between Banton and Sakaja. Yeah, he has, I think he's just been given that busy free role, let's say, sort of splitting sort of in the space between um, the midfield and Sakaja, Fenwick and Sakaja, and uh, Cadell Daniel and Sakaja, sort of right in that arc, just behind Sakaja. And um, I don't, he hasn't got close enough to him, has he? No, he's no. just. He's, he's left Sakaja a little bit isolated and, you know, he's, get, he's not going to win that many flick-ons anyway. But he's, he's, not, he's not been given any help by, uh, by the number 10. No, and uh, obviously they are a slightly more muscular team, as you alluded to earlier. And they, uh, you know, all round, they look a stronger team, up, you know, top physically-wise. And, uh, and uh, I mean, it was really Sakaja's pace. It was a, 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 like a, a good through ball that... That led to O'Keefe's goal, be a little yeah. bit of fortune about it. I mean, the keeper came rushing out, he was well outside of his box, he slide tackled Sakaja. Sakaja looked like he was injured at the time, the ball broke free, and it went to Stuart O'Keefe and uh, basically sort of uh, took a couple of touches and put it into the back yeah, of the net. He, he and, nicely yeah. rounded the first defender, I think we all looked at him and thought he was going to give that a smack first go, but no, he, 
kept cool, his composure, yeah. went round one and then finished wonderfully well for someone who's not really noted for his finishing. I mean, he plays defensive midfield, but we've seen him have a few good goals actually in the Palace shirt. I mean, there's one pre-season, wasn't there? A huge volley from outside the area. He's I've seen uh, better players than Stuart O'Keefe miss easier oh, yes. goals than that. <laughs> oh, yes. And uh, so, no, fair play to him. He, he finished it well. Yeah. A lot of it was down to Sagaja's running and his uh, willingness to chase that, you know, that ball. But And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. It was a terrible pass from the Chelsea back four, and there's no mistake about it. It, it was dreadful from the defender to the keeper. The keeper will not be giving him kind words at half-time. Um, so, second half, we've got a number of options on the bench. We've got, so obviously, uh, the, the standout name is Risa Alassani, um, who, for me, in the Liverpool game, got a lot closer to Ibra um, up front and uh, really nullified that sort of that hole that was behind him like as it were so I, w- I would like to see maybe him come on and um, well you know a little bit about this Elijah Gabsy I don't yeah, know nothing I've of him, him. Uh, yeah, yeah I've seen him play a few times for the under 18s this season and he's been quite impressive and whether you know I mean how he would perform on this stage remains to be seen but he's an exciting prospect and uh, also Kai Kai on the bench well, with a name well. like that, he's, he's got to be a star, <laughs> Sully Kai Kai. And, well, he played for the under-18s, didn't he, before uh, Liverpool, right, before yeah. the last uh, development match against Liverpool. And that's when he got his, I think, one of his big call-outs, really, to this development side. And um, he, the reviews I've heard about him are very, very good. So um, hopefully we'll see one or two of those come on. Mark, I'm going to ask yeah. for a score prediction before the players come out. What do you um, reckon? Well, I thought, I think uh, I'd like to see a bit more attacking intent from Palace. I thought defensively in that first half we were we were very good. I mean, the goal was just, you know, a shot out of nothing, out of the blue really, against the run of play really. I thought defensively we were quite tight and as you said earlier, the back four looked pretty uh, solid. And I thought the midfield, the work rate was really, really good. And uh, as we already mentioned, Cadell and Parsons were very good down the left. It'd be nice to see uh, Alessandro come on, give uh, Sadaka some support up front. I think if he does come on, then he's going to create the Chelsea defence a lot of problems. I, I think that we can definitely um, up the tempo a bit going forward and perhaps uh, uh, sneak it 2-1. I don't think, uh, apart from um, the number seven at Chelsea, yeah. he, he does look Yeah, Islam Peru, so he's very highly rated very good. Um, at Chelsea. And bit, looking for a call up to the senior uh, Scotland team as I, I think I said before the match um, yeah I thought I felt he was good 
And other than that, I've got to say, I wasn't that impressed by, by Chelsea. I mean, there's not really any big, big names there. I mean, Bamford goals. had his moments, didn't he? But uh, he was you know, okay. But the set, but Farouz was really their standout yeah. player in that first half. I, I mean. think down the left, um, they linked up well. Like 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 uh, Daniel and Parsons from Palace linked up well down the left. I think the Chelsea left side looked good as well. But uh, I think uh, we just need to show a bit more endeavour going forward. And I think uh, I think there's more goals in this game. I think so. Yeah. Um, absolutely. I think if we can get the likes of Alassane and Kai Kai on, someone who's gonna maybe offer just a little bit of class at the right moment, then, then there's goals in this. I think maybe Bayern Fennec's been a little bit quiet so far. Yeah, it's unusually um, quiet. Way out there on the right-hand side. And um, I, I'd like to see him get involved in the game quite a lot more because he's if, clearly got quality yeah, about him. Do you think if uh, Bayern came more central that we have a bit more joy? Well, I think he certainly needs to leave the touchline a bit. Yeah. I mean, it's not working for him out there. We're not... A lot of our attacking stuff, for me personally, is coming down the left-hand side with Daniel and um, Matt Parsons, because that's where Matt Parsons is where the quality is. Okay, from Parsons, they're going to look for each other. So um, he needs to come in and maybe try and find the ball a bit more. Yeah. So hopefully, yeah, I think, uh, yeah, I mean, his, his final delivery is, isn't quite there, but he definitely has the beat of a man, and we know that he can hit a ball and he's got a good set piece on him. So uh, it would be nice to see him more involved. He has been a little bit disappointed this half, but. You know, 45 to go, and you can turn it all around. Yeah, I say I think just coming in, get just getting involved a little bit more will, will make make very much make the difference for him. As I say, as a team, I think I think it's not been a bad performance, but I, I don't think actually we've even been as good as we were against Liverpool. I think the Liverpool performance was actually better than this one. Um, I think yeah. Liverpool were a much better team than this Chelsea side, and they were a much bigger team. Than yeah, Jeff's side, although physical, we yeah. still look small, I've got to say. I mean, we've got uh, Aaron Martin and um, uh, Quay Taylor. They look like giants. <laughs> yeah, they are. It's, it's like something out of Lord of the Rings. It's quite bizarre. Um, but uh, yeah, hopefully um, uh, they can stay solid at the back in the in the uh, second half, and uh, we can be uh, a bit more attacking. Yeah, we're getting very distracted here by the by the crystals. I have to say. Yeah, they're looking, uh, they've braved the weather. Six of them. I thought there were five of them earlier, and that seems to be six of them, so one of them's come out of hiding. They're, they're, they're increasing in number, <laughs> which can only be a good thing. They're, they're reproducing rather quickly. And quickly, Mark, a word on the crowd today. I mean, we haven't got an official number yet. Yeah, but it's, looking, it's looking good. I mean, uh, certainly, I reckon over a thousand. The fanatics are here, they're right in front of us, sticking up their flags earlier. Yeah, they? you may have heard number of sellotape errors in the, the early <laughs> goings of the first half. We can only apologise for that, but it's um, going on just literally in front of our commentary position. So um, we, we, we can only bring you the sounds of Selhurst. <laughs> As they really are. Still waiting for the teams to come back onto the pitch for the second half. I know, I was all ready for them to come back out of the crystals are there. Well, that, 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 I'm not complaining about that in any sense. I think uh, maybe uh, Rossford Simmons might get some time this second half, judging by... Uh, I would like to see. I like to see the development games being used to develop the actual under-21 players. You know, uh, we, we haven't got Jack Holland on the bench today. I don't know if he's injured or. But it was, I thought he was very good against Liverpool, actually, and absolutely mountain of a of a young man. Yeah. Um, again, next to Quay Taylor. But did you? What did you, did you think? Uh, Boateng, around Boateng, first half. You know what? I felt exactly the same way as I did in the Liverpool game, which was he was very quiet, but he got. But he, he does he, his job, though. He, he does his job, right? In the same way that, like, I used to sort of say about Sean Derry, 
he used to just mill around, never did anything spectacular, but he did what he needed yeah. to do, and he was important for the team. And that's what I feel about Hiram Boateng. I think without him, we're, we're a weaker side yeah. um, in the midfield. He doesn't mind getting stuck in there. He's happy to go forward, happy to... So a real box-to-box player for me. And he is, uh, he is. I think he's only 16 still. He's the first-year first senior pro. He's so, got five more years of this ahead yeah. of him. So um, the fact we, we bloody youngsters that age can only be a good thing for Palace's future. Anyway, this team just starting to come back out onto the pitch. We've got the Chelsea side. Uh, we're going to hand you back over to our commentary team of Chris Hambling and Ben Nagel, who will bring you any changes. Wilfred Zahar looking like Palace's most likely creator of something this evening. See the stars of tomorrow, today. Welcome back to our coverage of Liverpool versus Crystal Palace from Sellers Park in the Under-21 Development League. Plays it up the line to Alessandri. Alessandri now, half-point. all sorts of trouble with his control, isn't he, Alessandri? Live commentary from all home development games, only on Homestale Radio. Welcome back to a rockin' Sellers Park. The uh, noise has suddenly come out of nowhere. I think that's the uh, the young HF have, uh, have decided to uh, to give the lads a bit of support, and they might need it this second half. Ben. Yeah, we haven't moved location as much as it sounds like. We're in exactly the same place as we were first half. But we'll um, we'll try and remember that the use of microphones means because we can't hear each other and we have to shout but you'll hear us shout it'll be alright it'll be okay yeah, um, we'll try and keep our voices down but obviously the, the teams are out just uh, can't haven't noticed any changes as yet but uh, as soon as we do we'll let you know what they are um, we'll get to see a bit more of, uh, of young Conte on this because uh, the left hand Chelsea's left hand side is now this near side for us yeah it's a very good second half in prospect actually thinking about it I mean it's, it's obviously one all, and uh, could be could be a few more goals in the second half and, and the game's there for, for either team to win really. Yeah, so I'm looking over the pitch, can't see any changes as yet. Uh, Fennec is starting on this right hand side, so that's um, on our right hand side, so that obviously that change towards the end of the second half has been undone. Um, yeah, I don't think there's any changes for either team, Chris. No, no, that's, uh, that's good news. Uh, okay. <laughs> it's good for us in commentary. <laughs> yeah, it certainly is. I don't need any new problems. Palace <laughs> um, take the kickoff is back with uh, Bote. Uh, Bamford's challenged him on, he's won the ball and he's just run directly in to Winter. And uh, the referee's given a free kick to Chelsea. Yeah, it looked pretty 50-50 to be honest. Both players going for the ball and they've clattered into each other. But yeah, it's a Chelsea free kick that can, can be whipped in to the box by Lewis. Well, it looks like Lewis Baker standing over Lewis it. Baker, uh, obviously goal scorer George Chavel was just running away from it as well. Uh, but also they've got uh, uh, Clifford, um, Billy Clifford, who's, uh, who's nearby as well. Excuse the language you, you, if you can hear the. You may be hearing some, some terribly bad language. I would never say such a thing. I'm a big fan of John someone. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, so uh, Palace have cleared the free kick, danger, and the ball is up there now with Banton, who's chased it down, and he's got possession. He's tried to take on uh, Ake there, uh, but unfortunately the ball's run out of, pit, on the, out of the pitch for a throw and in the right-back position, which Todd Kane will take. Yeah, it's a poor Chelsea free kick uh, a few seconds ago. Lewis Baker using his right foot for this one. Obviously, the last free kick he took was with his left foot, and it's... It's easily cleared, and then, but Chelsea have won the ball back as, as the ball can run out of play. So, yeah, keeping possession, he's switched out to the uh, the left-hand side now with uh, with Conte. Uh, that's the ball switched now to George Savile, uh, into Cliff, uh, Baker, to Clifford. Clifford now switching play all the way over to the right-hand side, where... Uh, hmm, what's that? <laughs> anyway, ball's now back now with Clifford. Um, it's quite distracting the noise, hopefully you can hear what I'm saying. And... Uh, Looks like it's going to be a corner to Chelsea now. Uh, Palace defending well. 
the left back position with Matt Parsons, but the ball has run out for Chelsea corner. Yeah, they're obviously in the first half we saw a lot of work down that left hand side, but not really anything on the right hand side. And that's Todd Kane storming down that right wing, winning the corner for Chelsea. Yeah, he's done, he's done well to get forward there, swinging the ball into the centre, and it's oh, I mean, he got all the way through to the back post, and it was just cleared by, I think. Uh, it was actually Boateng back on the back post there. And a long range effort from Chelsea shortly afterwards goes well wide and it'll be a free kick for Lewis Price. Uh, free kick, <laughs> goal kick. Yeah, the corner's gone through everyone. It's, it's poor defending, if I'm honest, to, to not get anything on the ball at all. And uh, luckily we've got away with it there. Goal kick taken short to Martin, who hits it back to Price. As Bamford comes steaming in on Lewis Price now. Uh, Price smacks the ball up long. Oh, Phoenix challenged very hard there by Ake. Just gets up and gets on with it. Good stuff from Phoenix. Yeah, I like to see that in a footballer. Don't go down and roll around. Get straight back up and go on with it. That's it. Uh, ball with Banton now. Uh, looks like we... <laughs> oh, it looked like he went out there, but the referee's allowed play on. Well, Alex okay. Winter went to pick the ball up and then realised it didn't go out. So Ake okay, finds Boateng. Boateng switches it out to Parsons now. Parsons into Cadell Daniel. He's taking a run. He's taking a long-range shot. It's well wide in the end, Ben, but good intent from Palace. Yeah, he's turned brilliantly away from the player and, and had a free shot on goal. He's just dragged it a little bit wide. And it's, uh, it's a goal kick to Chelsea. Well, the, uh, the singing from the Palace faithful and spurring the lads on, uh, which is good to see. Again, hopefully you can hear us. If you can't, do tweet us at Hull Radio and Ben will go down and tell them to shut up. You can tweet us about anything, not just the Homestead Fanatics in front of us if you like. It's at HOL Radio. Tweet us in with your views. If you've got any questions to ask us about the second half, I mean, earlier on we were trying to talk about sandwiches and we kept getting interrupted. Yeah. Why don't you tweet us what your favourite sandwich is? Chris, um, what's your favourite sandwich? I, I, have, I have to say I love a BLT. <laughs> um, anyway, ball with Loftus-Cheek in the centre of midfield for, uh, for Chelsea. Switches it out wide now to the right-hand side. Well, that's Kane getting uh, forward again. Kane plays it to Farouz. Farouz looking to swing it across on the right-hand side. Defended uh, Keith's right back there and Fennec completes the clearance. Knocks the ball up towards Sakaja. Cut out there by Davey. His ball plays into the feet of Sakaja and goes out for a Chelsea throw in on the right hand side with Conte. We mentioned in the first half about Conte powering down that left wing. This half seems to be the complete opposite and it's going down the right wing and Farouz has, has done very well. He only joined Chelsea at the end of September, uh, in September 2011 for 300,000. So this is the uh, start of his second season for Chelsea. Last season he played 21 times and he scored 12 goals, so he can score. It's a, a yeah, I mean, I've not been for. too impressed with him in the first half, but the second half, he's, he's got a very good cross in there. First time we've really seen a decent cross, I have to say. It's almost like they're avoiding the commentary box, they're staying away on the other side of the pitch. Probably they heard what I was saying about the referees towards <laughs> the end of the first half and they're a bit worried about it. Um, good defending from Palace uh, once more, and the ball's gone out for a throw on. And... Uh, a little bit of a break in play while we wait for Chelsea to take the throw on this near side. Uh, Saville has been challenged well and the ball breaks to Fennec who heads to O'Keefe. O'Keefe to Boateng. Boateng now steps back across to this right hand side and plays it to Winter. Winter with a clever ball forward to Banton. He's got a little bit of space and this Winter's continued his run. That's a great stuff and that's a foul right on the edge of the box. I thought it was nearly, nearly a pen. Yeah, Conte doesn't agree with it. Um, Winter's stormed through and he's well, he's done well to get the ball back. It, it, it just broke and he managed to get on the end of it. And it was a foul from Conte. He, he moaned at the linesman, but, but it definitely was. And now there's a chance for, for Boateng to whip the ball in. It's going to be an interesting... Uh, um, see where he's actually put in the position of the, of the kick. And it looks like it's right on the... Uh, oh, it's the apex, Ben, uh, <laughs> where, the, where the two lines meet on the corner of the penalty area. Brilliant. The apex. That's good knowledge. If you, Is it? If I you think it's that. right. If it's, if it's not right, I'll tweet at whole radio and tell me off. 
but Fennec and Boateng uh, over this. That's shame, about... not, shame to see uh, Daniel not having a, having a pop at this. He promised us he would, he'd try and get a free kick, no. but um, it's obviously not allowed. Uh, Fennec and Boateng, it's Fennec, runs over the ball, Boateng left-footed, swings it in, oh, little touch, almost at the far post. That's Martin That's, with the header and he really should have done better with that. He, he should, he's got his head in his hands and he's, he's picked up by Ibra Sakaja. Unlucky from Martin, good free kicking from Boateng. Uh, he seems to be good at, good, at, uh, good on the dead ball and um, yeah, promising from Palace, Ben. Yeah, very good. I mean, Aaron Martin really should have done better. Um, he's, he's glanced it wide and he, if he'd just got a little bit more on the header, it could have found the back of the net. Uh, Palace again trying to defend from the front by putting pressure on the Chelsea defence, but they've played their way out of trouble. And Loftus Cheek lofts, uh, lifts Lofts <laughs> a ball out to uh, to Kane, who's pushing right forward from the right back, puts in a low cross. It's cut out well at the near post by uh, by Matty Parsons, uh, and it's eventually deflected out for a Palace throw in the left back position. Yeah, one thing that's not noticeable from the the Palace eleven is that every ball that they lose, they, they chase down and they try and win back instantly. And yeah, mostly yeah. with the with the front three players, Botang, Sakaja, and Banton, just chase absolutely everything, trying to win it back. Yeah, absolutely really right, Ben. They do it. They're, they're, you know, all, all, there's so much effort in from this young team, and I think that's where they're benefiting from it having that competitive edge that you, yeah, I mean, you don't always get. They've all got a point to prove, they? they want to be in that in and around that first team, so yeah. they've got, they need to play well in this game. This is an extra step, a little bit of a, a, a late challenge there from, from Winter on, uh, on Conte. On Conte yeah, yeah, it's a definite yeah. foul, he's, he's gone in late and bundled through the players. It's not a yellow card, the referee's calling him to have a word, but mm. he shouldn't card him, although I think he, he is going no, to. No, he's going to, yeah, he can't wait to get that card out, Ben. He really can't. <laughs> But, uh, but yeah, unfortunately, Winter's picked up a yellow card there. For It was a slightly late challenge. and you know, It was I, late, but I think that's, that's probably the first foul he's made, isn't it? In the, in yeah, the it, it so. is. Yeah, it really is. I'm not saying there weren't fouls given against him, but it's the first one he's actually made. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's uh, obviously free kick from Chelsea on this left wing now. Swanning. Oh, no, it's played to the edge of the area. And that's another long-range effort from, uh, from George Savile, yeah. but eventually cleared. Uh, and it's back with Conte, in the, actually in the left back position for a change. Yeah, I think um, that fooled everyone. That everyone's expecting the ball to be whipped in, including me. It to the edge of the box for for Savalu, who yeah. had another chance. Obviously, he scored that fantastic goal in the first half, and he could have had a chance for a second. Yeah, he didn't quite catch it this time, so a bit lucky in the end, and it sort of ricocheted around. Um, anyway, possession with Chelsea on the left hand side. Uh, just played it inside now in the centre of midfield to uh, Savile, who was well closed down by the Palace midfield. Uh, combination of Fennec and O'Keefe. Uh, and now a long ball into the channel for Sakaja to chase as Ake tries to step away from him. Uh, ben, we were talking at uh, half-time about Ake playing centre-back, um, but we had him down as a midfielder, so obviously versatile as well. Yeah, my notes, I mean, I've, I've done quite a bit of research stuff, and he's down as a centre midfielder. Um, but obviously, and he's played. Le oh, I had him down as a centre midfielder, but he's also played left-back, and he's now in centre-back, so <laughs> can play everywhere. <laughs> And uh, Palace just um, unfortunately with Banton wasting a, a chance to cross, just just unfortunately poor touch and it's gone out for a goal kick, uh, which, which which Blackman will take. We just talk about Ake. He's got he's on the ball now, but nothing's really happening. So it's like breaking play. I'll just tell you a little bit more about Ake. Obviously, I've mentioned that he signed from Feyenoord, and uh, Chelsea signed another player from Feyenoord a few years ago, Jeffrey Bruma, and uh, the move. This move with uh, Ake stirred potential legislation in the Dutch Parliament. It was mm. it was that big Feyenoord where, you know, they they had Bruma nicked from them a few years ago by Chelsea and weren't happy with happening again and they, they kicked off massively yeah uh, well you know it's always, it's always tough to see obviously like we said earlier in the, in the, in the uh, first half we don't like to see our, our young players yeah, getting stolen you, you blood them so well and you, you give them all 
uh, your training facilities and everything, and then they get nicked from, from under your feet. It's not nice. Yeah. Just notice a tweet coming there from Gel, who says, any idea on the crowd numbers? John Burgess tried to claim there are 1,000 people here in the first I think John is actually seeing double. I'd say it's around 500. We'll, we'll fight it out later on. The ball uh, flashed across the box there, I think, Chris. I think you missed that from... Uh, from uh, Billy Clifford. Sorry. Yeah, Billy Clifford. Yeah, he flashed right across the box. But there was no yeah. one in the box, and, and uh, could have been a good chance for Chelsea. Well, they've still got possession here, obviously, with uh, Loftus Cheek now, and uh, George Saville has just swapped it back inside to Baker, roaming around the pitch, and uh, played out wide now to Davies who, as a centre back, getting right forward here. Um, but, but a very, very loose pass, and a two-on-one for Palace. Banton driving the ball, plays trying it. Oh, he doesn't know what to do. He does not know what to do. But he's finished. <laughs> Goal. Absolutely fantastic. He's done it all by himself. He didn't need Sakaja. It's two on one. Sakaja screaming for the ball, but Banson's taking it around the defender with ease and, and slotted it into the bottom right hand corner. The keeper had no, no chance at all, and Palace make it 2 1 here at Salas Park. Thanks, Ben. I had a coughing bit of my own stupidity. Um, 55 minutes on the clock. Sorry, I was joining in with the crowd there. Um, <coughs> Glad all over. <laughs> well, I'll let you hear a bit of Glad all over. Fantastic goal that puts Palace 2-1 up. Yeah, and, just, uh, a, just a loose pass, wasn't it, Ben? That's all it was. Yeah, and, um, Palace have made something from nothing, really. Obviously, we, we broke quite easily 2-1. on one and, and as I said, Sakaja absolutely screaming for the ball. We wanted it, but Banton didn't need him and, and slotted it well past Yeah, the I mean, that's what it looked like. Banton had probably dwelled on it a little bit too long because he defended it well to cut the angle, which is why I was screaming he doesn't know what to do. <laughs> yeah, but he knew what to do that, he finished it. Yeah, yeah. I'm happy to have been proven wrong. <laughs> well done to Bannon. Great finish. Left foot into that bottom corner. That's what we want to see. The drum's out now. <laughs> uh, the drum's Parsons, not helping us at no, all, it's really. Not, but Parsons goes left wing. Cuts in now to Cadell Daniel with Bill. Into the game. Banton lines up a shot, but cuts inside. Left footed shot. Blocked by Chelsea. Out to Baker in the middle of midfield. As they Chelsea try and clear the lines. Yeah, with the crowd behind them, Palace are really starting to assert their authority on the game and, and proving that they aren't a team to be messed with. Peruz has, uh, has won a free kick, got a very soft challenge there, uh, not really anything going, um, but, but again, referee's fallen for it. Ball's now with Chelsea, with uh, with uh, George Savile. Savile driving forward towards uh, Boateng. Boateng holds him off, back to Savile, unfortunately. Switches it now to the right-hand side, but Kane is overlapping. Kane will try and get a cross in, does get a cross in, easy for Lewis Price, no challenge, catches it high above his head, near his own crossbar, threat, threat averted. Yeah, we've had a tweet in from John Ellicott saying that we're doing a grand job. Really appreciate that. Thank you very much, John. We are trying our hardest, obviously. Let us know if you can't hear us with the, the drum from the home itself. And that is literally about 10 feet from us. So it's proving reasonably difficult, but, but we'll keep going. We'll keep trying to do this. Uh, Conte was so good in the first half. He's uh, struggling a little bit on the, in the left-hand side now. And um, he's actually given a handball away. So it's a training position here. Svenik lines up with, uh, with Boateng once more try and deliver some quality ball inside the box. Obviously Aaron Martin got his head to the last one, really should have done better, so we'll see what he do there, it's a very similar position. Yeah, the ball quite close to this right-hand touchline and it really could be walked in and, and Aaron Martin's up again looking to get his head on it. Benick runs over it once more and he's in there from Boateng. Good ball in and oh, second attempt is claimed by Blackman. Yeah, Blackman as I said earlier, six foot five, so nothing really will, will, uh, will trouble him in the air. Chelsea breaking on the right-hand side with Baruz. Steps inside, tries to flick a clever little pass and does so. Banton plays it back out to Kane, who put in a long, long ball into the box and uh, the header's not quite cleared it. 
and it's making a bit of a mess of this, but eventually it moves to Martin, who smashes a long ball down towards Sakaja now. Sakaja will look to break the bantam once more. Not quite 2-1, that looks like a foul down the left-hand side, and the referee's given it this time. Foul, foul just past halfway on the left wing. Um, Palace and Chelsea will regroup, and Palace will look to see what they can do. Put balls taken quickly, knocked back to Parsons. Parsons now with his head up. Knocks it back to Quade Taylor. Quade Taylor and to Stuart O'Keefe dropping back quite deep. Plays it out to Martin now as the ball's working its way out. Martin steps forward. Plays a clever little pass into Fennec. Fennec steps away from three players. Brilliant play from Fennec. Turns it around. And an absolutely Super. sensational ball over the top towards Banton. Conte does really well to get back there and take the ball off Banton, but fantastic play from Fennec. Ben. Yeah, class above there, really, just taking it past three players and then knocked the outsider's boot out on the right wing, and now Palace have a throw in quite a dangerous position. Say, uh, just cleared again once for Chelsea. Commentator's curse there again, Chris. <laughs> yeah, commentator's curse. What a training position. Ball was thrown to Fennec, and this time he can't quite take it on his chest. That's the first time we've got to see the talent that is playing Fennec. Yeah, we were saying at half time that he's been a little bit quiet, but he's uh, showing his his ability in the second half now. Um, goal kick now for uh, for Chelsea. As um, We've had the attendance in as well. It's uh, 998 here. Oh, I feel like such a mug now. <laughs> so yeah, John, said, John was two out. <laughs> John, you said a thousand, honestly. Uh, oh, dear. Where think, are they keeping the I other think, 498? Well, I think they've heard John at half-time and, and gone with that. <laughs> It really doesn't look like it, but I'm so happy to hear it. I really am. After the 1500 that turned up on what was a bank holiday, it's so nice to see so many, uh, so many Palace turn out again for another development game. And if you if you could have come to this and you're listening to us, well, firstly, well done for listening to us. <laughs> but and you know it's a good, but you, but if you can get yourself down here, they're great games, and it's great to support these young boys as well as they try and make their way uh, into the Palace first team. And a lot of them are doing a very, very good job today. Uh, it's Palace in possession now with. Uh, Aaron Martin at the back it's worth, to O'Keefe. worth noting as well the very cheap tickets that you can come down to Zellers for if you're, I mean concessions are, are oh. one pound before the day and adults five pounds so really if you're not doing anything on a Monday night it's definitely worth coming down there's a couple of games uh, I think on the 1st of is it first of October and then the 22nd or the 8th 8th and 22nd I think the games are yeah. so uh, yeah if you're not doing anything come down and, and watch this because it is brilliant the uh, noise you can hear was there was a uh, late challenge on Fennec from Conte who then uh, kicked the ball away rather stupidly Referee just wants to talk to him, um, but he, he didn't want to have anything to do with it and arrogantly walked away. Eventually, the, uh, the referee managed to summon him over, and he's now trudging back, sulking. <laughs> Arrogant and trudging. Yeah, you, yeah, exactly. You don't get that from Pats. Great step over from uh, Fennec to let the dummy, in fact, to let the ball run to uh, Banton, who does brilliantly to get past Conte, who's just found he's going to go in the book for that. Absolutely. That's two in the space of about 30 seconds. Exactly. So he's really he's got to go very petulant. He's got all the talent in the world, but... I mean, you get this sort of player at Chelsea, don't you, Ben? Yeah, apparently I'm, so, yeah. I'm sorry. I've got to stop doing it. Um, <laughs> Obviously, no. with that ball down the right wing, you had two players um, in Botang and Winter, both going for the same ball, but they've mm. spoken to each other well and, and worked out who's going to do what. And, and really, we've won ourselves a brilliant and quite dangerous free kick down this right corner. Once more, Botang and Fennec standing over it. I think Fennec's starting to get a bit of confidence now. That's good to see because he can have a real impact on this game. I think this is going to be an in-swinger from Boateng myself. Um, Third one in a row. We'll see if he gets any closer to that keeper like he did last time. I think Fennec, no steps over it. Boateng now, in-swinger, a bit low this time. Would have been better keeper. <laughs> yeah, it would have been, yeah. But Boateng's intercepted the poor ball out and he's gone for a long-range chip. Uh, and it's only about, what, five, five six yards wide? Uh, keeper saw it all the way, but um, interesting stuff. And Chelsea lined up to make a substitution here. Connor Clifford 
uh, standing on the sidelines ready to come on. No, we'll see who he replaces fairly shortly, but uh, obviously they want to do something to get back into this game because it's Palace are looking really strong at the moment. Uh, and a lot of loose passing from Chelsea is certainly helping the cause. Fennec now with the ball up the line, finds, tries to find Sakaja, who just slips at the wrong moment, and uh, Chelsea can get, get away with the ball now. Uh, this is Billy Clifford, uh, who plays the ball out now to the sulking Conte uh, in an attacking area. Uh, tries to get across in, just can't beat, beat Alex Winder with the cross, uh, and that looks like it's gone out for potentially a corner. It's quite close to being a throw, maybe. Uh, it's Loftus Cheek. Oh no, he's gone off. Then. That's disappointing. Loftus Cheek is to be replaced we by. We want to talk um, about him in the second we, half. We as did. Well. well, you can talk about him now as we wait for him right, to go as, to pitch. As he's uh, running off. <laughs> he's been at Chelsea his whole career actually, but he struggled with injury. Um, and he started brilliantly uh, in the 11-12 season. He scored nearly half a dozen goals in the first half of the season, but he missed the whole of the second half due to hip injury. And he got called up to England under 16s twice, and then he uh, had to withdraw both times with injury. Yeah, he definitely seems to be a talented player, but he's not yeah, had definitely. the best of games today. I think, no. I think Palace perhaps have done a bit of homework on him and they've really stifled him in midfield with, with the way we've set up. Great defending over in the left flank. I think it was Boateng all the way back there, if I'm right. I think so, yes. Finally, I'm actually right about something. Um, and, Todd uh, Kane's done well there, to be fair to him. I mean, he didn't have the ball and then he's, he's muscled the, uh, Banton. Banton out and I'm on the ball back and won a free kick in the end. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, moved out now to the left-hand side, back in towards um, Billy Clifford. Uh, he's, I'm impressed with Clifford. He's always wants the ball running all over that the the uh, our, our half really. You see him, he's a very energetic player, but struggling to find any have any real effect on the game. Um, balls in the uh, is with centre back Davy uh, in pretty much the right back position. He's going to switch the ball now over here to Ake, who gets his head up and and strides forward with the ball into, into Palace's half. A lot of men back for Palace. It's going to be congested in there, but it's a lovely little bit of play by Chelsea. Uh, finds young Connor Clifford. A uh, little one-two played, and then tries to go for the next one-two, but some great defending from Matty Parsons once more. Uh, well, that one into missing form, anyone. I do think those, those two are brothers. I think I remember looking that up earlier. So the player that's just come on has a, already has a brother on the pitch. So, so two Clifford brothers playing for Chelsea now. OK, and then, yeah. They look too similar, but um, if, he's any, if he's anything like um, Billy Clifford, I think uh, certainly will. It's going to get confusing, isn't it, Chris? It's going to get very, comment. very confusing. I'm just going to say Clifford to every Chelsea player. Uh, OK, well, it's, again, once more, Saville unmarked with a long-range oh, effort. Bottom corner, 2-2. You could see it a mile off. He just, just drifted back from the uh, edge of the box. No one went with him. Uh, Stuart O'Keefe, to be honest, was the nearest to him and should have picked him up. And he just drives a wonderful effort into the bottom corner. Certainly got some talent with these long shots. Yeah, you would have thought that in the first half you've seen him score a brilliant goal, that you'd close him down quicker there, but he's uh, been given a little bit of space and he's squeezed another one in. Another fantastic goal from, from George Savile, who really is showing a lot of class in that centre midfield position for, for Chelsea. It's, uh, it's, yeah, it's frustrating to see him, I and mean, obviously this is a learning experience for a lot of these players, but obviously that's a mistake being repeated and Fullerton will not see that um, Definitely. but again Palace should take a lot of heart from the fact that they've been by far the better side in the second half and there's plenty of the second half to play and hopefully we'll still want to come out with a win here Ball is with Davy uh, again striding out of the centre of defence almost in the right back position again he finds young Connor Clifford Connor Clifford now a great long raking pass towards Conte but I don't think he's going to put the effort in to get there is he Ben? No we're still 23 minutes to play here so the game's very open and, and we could still see a Palace winner so 
don't get too disheartened, Palace fans. No, absolutely, and there's plenty of plenty of options on the bench for Palace as well, isn't there? With uh, with obviously Reese Alassani and Sally Kaikai. Reese Alassani. Well, Kaikai played in the in the Liverpool game as well, didn't he? But he, he did. Reese Alassani is such a fantastic prospect and, and someone that you, it's just a, a joy to watch, really. That's it. Uh, O'Keefe doesn't do much trying to intercept there, but uh, Billy Clifford sort of tackles back as well and then wins the ball back for Chelsea who then concede possession to Banton who then concedes it back to uh, George Savile or Connor Clifford <laughs> uh, Conte plays it back towards uh, towards Ake who uh, knocks the ball back to Blackman in the goal and he switches the ball back out to Davy, who will find uh, Todd Kane on the right hand side Kane inside to Connor Clifford Connor Clifford now no real challenge on him and he's moved the ball out wide to Conte knocks it back inside back to Clifford again uh, again Clifford like his brother is all over the pitch Ben uh, a lot of short passing a lot of happy to run with the ball um, and, and if anything is uh, well I certainly don't think that's a good change from, from Chelsea yeah, they've, they've, it's, it's put Palace on the back foot it really has yeah Chelsea after that second goal look like they're, they're pressing forward for a third now and, and definitely look the team most likely to get that third goal yeah, and certainly at the moment uh, and it's with Conte out on this left hand side not really got the confidence to drive on, and he uh, knocks the ball back to Cliff. Uh, it's the Billy Clifford. One. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, Billy plays Clifford. the Billy Clifford. He plays <laughs> to the Connor, uh, Connor Clifford, and it's Connor Clifford playing one-two out there with Todd Kane. Uh, Kane being forced back well, some good tracking back from Palace, uh, but the ball switched inside to George Savile now. George Savile, he's head up, striding forward. Todd Kane's a fantastic prospect as well. Down the right back, he's the he's the captain of the side, and he. Um, as a reward for such a successful season last year, he travelled with the first team squad to Munich for that Champions League final and, and did everything with them, so they feel uh, like they're blooding him in. Yeah, they're obviously rating quite high. There's a dangerous cross in there from Conte. Uh, sort of almost almost became a shot, but uh, but went out on eventually for a throw-in in Palace's left-back position, which Mark, Matt Parsons will take. Uh, Palace just need to get hold of the ball a little bit and try and try and get a spell of possession to try and calm down, would you say? Yeah, definitely. That, that is exactly what the game needs, calming down from, from Palace's perspective. I mean, we've got the ability to get the third goal, but at the moment, Chelsea look on top and we need to, yeah, to really stop this. I mean, you see from the uh, from the throw on there, it was just it was a, it was a throw on, a header on to no one in particular. And, and it's the sort of thing, you're just gifting the possession back to Chelsea and, and you don't need to do that when they've got their tails up. Uh, we've got a chance to break now. This is the two danger men again, Sakaja and Banton. Two on three as they race towards the end of the Fennec absolutely breaking his neck to get back up. It's a goal! Oh! Almost a carbon copy of the first Banton's first goal. Drove out to the edge, left-hand edge of the penalty area. Left-footed, drives towards the bottom corner. Just ahead of uh, Sakaja, but not quite enough mm. to take it into the goal as well. It's inches wide from, from Banton, and Sakaja was also inches away from getting on the end of it. That could easily have gone in the back of the net, but and unfortunately for Palace, it hasn't quite crept in. That's what we want to see from Palace. Attacking intent, breaking well. Um, and uh, and again, it's immediately it'll Chelsea play a, a, a loose pass. No pressure on them at all. It's not the ball out of play. And it shows that they, they don't like being attacked. And that's our best way to do anything in this game. Yeah, down to our right as well, worth noting that Reese Alassane is doing some one-on-one -on -one training with, with the, the coach. So he could quite possibly be about to enter the field of play. Yeah, it looks like the kind of intensive work and the stretching he's doing looks like we will see Reese Alassane fairly shortly. It's also good to see um, young Gassel off crutches earlier on. Yeah, definitely. It? Obviously, in the last game, we, we noticed him on crutches and we spoke to him after the game and, and he said that he he'd injured, well, he'd injured his leg and uh, mm. 
played on it and didn't realise how quite how bad it was and then found out it was a reasonably bad injury. But yeah, nice to see him walking freely. Didn't look like he was limping at all, so hopefully we'll see him yeah. back in action very soon. Yeah, I hope so. I mean, that injury, funnily enough, was uh, during our first commentary game against Cray, yeah. uh, which I listened back to not too long ago to, uh, yeah, to take notes. I'm not that arrogant. I don't want to listen to myself all the time. <laughs> but, um, but I wanted to see how we did. But um, yeah, it was actually a challenge in that game. And he's right, he played on in that game for about 10 minutes before. Yeah, I think being he trained later that week as well, yeah, not knowing that he was injured. So. So it's just, again, he's, he's a quality young player. And he's a sort of player. When you think about the sort of players who could be playing in this in this side, um, although Chelsea have got a fair few who aren't as well, haven't they? Yeah. But um, yeah. We were speaking about that half time. Florent Maluda signed for thirteen and a half million. Is uh, is in the squad, but not not in the uh, not on the subs bench today. But no, he, he, he trains with the twenty ones yeah. because of his uh, refusal to agree terms with a number of clubs. Um, player down for Palace here, and the the uh, physio has been called on. I think that's. Banton down. It looks there. like Banton, yeah, probably, I think so. So hopefully that's not too bad an injury. Well, I think it was possibly a challenge from when he took that shot at goal a moment ago. Um, obviously, the defender was desperate to get back. Although, quite possibly, with Reese Alessani warming up, would Banton be the player to make way? It's a, it's a possibility, but I mean, it, yeah, yeah he's, 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 he can't go on. It looks like a bad injury, unfortunately. Uh, well, not it's, obviously he's on his feet, so it's not that terrible, but bad enough that he can't can't carry on. Yeah, probably not worth risking. At this and he, he's hopping off. It looks like possibly an ankle problem from the way he's walking. Um, so it looks like it will be Reese Alessani coming on, I would think. But uh, we'll keep we'll keep you. He doesn't uh, seem to have got the message as of yet. No. <laughs> Maybe we can give him a shout from here. <laughs> Reese, you're on. The crowd clapping him off now as he limps towards the... Uh, One of the commentators is clapping him off as well <laughs> for some reason. Reese Alessani's noticed that it might be his time to come on now and he's he's jogging back towards the uh, event. Yeah, Jamie Fullerton's just told him that he is coming on, so Reese Alessani is imminent. Yeah, And well played Banton as well. It's such a shame to see oh, him fantastic go Fantastic game he had. Uh, best, best I've seen him play um, and, and so I'm very unlucky not to have scored a second goal. Um, good prospect and, I'm, and like I said before, maybe he's found a club that he can succeed at after being through so many different clubs. It uh, seems odd that we've bought the player off, but we haven't bought the player on yet. No, no, well, Chelsea playing on and, and trying, and, and that's good defending back there from uh, Quade Taylor. Uh, and Bayern Fenix steps away from a couple of challenges. Well done, Bayern. Uh, got caught a little bit, but given the foul by the referee, and quite rightly so. O'Keefe tried to play it quickly, but Baker's just got in the way and started ball juggling in front of him. <laughs> uh, but obviously, we want to make the uh, we want to make the substitution, so probably best. Alessani now on as a replacement for Banton and uh, we get to see the little magician for the last 10, 10 minutes or so is it 15 minutes yeah last 15 minutes or so but it's hopefully he's the, he's the link that Palace need to get that third goal and, and potentially the winner and at the moment it would be a deserved third goal oh, still, yeah. still the better fantastic side fantastic performance from, from Palace today I mean we've looked a lot better than well, we played well against Liverpool I think their class just just proved better than ours in, in the end, but today we looked like a better team. Yeah, I mean, they, I think it was a Dorjan was the player for Liverpool who just made the difference for yeah. me. He stood out an absolute mile and, and just just sort of eventually, as the players tired, his class just told. But um, but yeah, there's no such danger so far in this game. But that's probably another commentator's curse, would you say? Yeah, if I'm if I'm honest, before the game, I was slightly worried that I was looking at Chelsea's previous results in this league and they beat Wolves five-one, who we lost three-one to. So. <laughs> I was, uh, I was a bit worried. We've had a tweet in from Patrick Eagles who says, Great banter, lads. Enjoy the commentary. Banton seemed lively. Any chance he can be brought up to the first team at the end of the um, season? So Alessani just had a shot there. I just want to cut, cut in very quickly. And uh, Chelsea struggling to clear. Back out to Alessani. Great ball out there to the overlapping Parsons. Parsons tries to get across in. And to Palace corner. Yeah, just quickly then. Banton 
Patrick Hughes was tweeted in. Um, Do you think he got a chance getting anywhere near the first team? I, 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 I just, it's a really tough Probably one really to early it's to a call, tough one it? to answer because because he's he's had so many problems at other clubs and he's been had a bit of a nomadic existence. I think he'd probably need a season or two uh, at development level just to, to bed in at a club for the first time. Well, he definitely wouldn't get in easily, would he? You, you, no. you see the players that we've got in this development squad. Well, all it. of them could be in and around the first team squad, so it's it's, it's tough yeah. to be able to get there. Yeah, no, I mean, he, but he certainly is a talented boy, um, and, and yeah, uh, corner's cleared at the near post. It wasn't a great corner, in all fairness. Um, yeah, cleared easily, and it's uh, out for a Crystal Palace throw just past the halfway line. Absolutely. Uh, but yeah, I don't, I don't, I'm not, you know, in any way rubbishing Banton. He, he looks a talented player, um, but I mean, we're certainly, if you think where he plays, um, we, we're kind of, we're, we're all right for. Um, <laughs> players playing out wide for yeah, the first definitely. time in a long while yeah with, um, with Balassi and Zaha it looks, looks good but look I mean you know you can think he can play he can play either side of the pitch so he's obviously you know good with both feet and he's got a, got a lot of talent so yeah. you, you can't have too many players with, with ability the uh, sprayed out to the right wing to Fennec who's brought it down brilliantly back to Winter but they've lost out yep a good tackle there by Baker and he, he's passed the ball in should have been cut out there but wasn't chance for Chelsea Bamford tackled well come back out though to Billy Clifford who steps past two tries to chip a ball over Uh, probably the wrong choice it's run all the way through to Lewis Price and now Palace can look to break and go again on the left hand side of Parsons knocks it back to Taylor Taylor steps out of defence plays a ball along the ground towards Cadell Daniel now it's found to Alassane who plays back to Daniel lovely play from Palace Parsons overlapping back to Daniel Oh, it's good. Stepping away. And the ball's crossed in towards yeah, Chicago, who was offside. The, uh, um, the linesman has given that. Line, was, given it. He was, he was a fraction, fraction, when a, uh, yeah, just, went a fraction early. Yeah, just mistimed his run very, ever so slightly, and, and that is a, a free kick. Again, Chelsea. lovely uh, tight control from three players. They're all running pretty much the same area out on the left-hand side, but managing to play one great one-touch passing between themselves. Daniel doing very well out there actually. As we've mentioned before, the lack of height is, is there, but the speed and the and the skill that we've got really more than makes up for it, and, and the three attacking pairs are fantastic for Palace. That's right. When you think about the money that Chelsea spend on their academy and yeah. their scouting network and their recruitment, and you see our lads outplaying them, um, yeah, it really does fill you with pride. Obviously, one of the Chelsea players was bought for one and a half million. I think that was uh, Bamford. Bamford, yeah. yeah. So. We, we would never spend one and a half million on a youngster to put in the development squad, I, I think it has to be said. No, we no. The, we probably would if we could, but we don't well, have the, the finances. We, we, we know about a player in their development squad who's uh, obviously bought for about six and a half million and played, paid £90,000 a week. So uh, you imagine that's the sort of things we're talking about. It costs significantly more than our academy costs to run over about five years. So. Yeah. Uh, and earns more than our first team combined. It's, that's the sort of things we're dealing with here. And then you see what we're doing. Yeah, that player is Marco Marin that we just spoke about. Then bought for six and a half million from Werder Bremen. He played in their last game. Obviously not involved today. Um, I don't know whether he's got first team um, duties or anything like that. Um, but yeah, he's a fantastic player, and he's he's described as the German Messi actually, Marco Marin. So Palace may be a bit a bit lucky that he isn't involved today. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm sure uh, one of the lads will put in a nice challenge on him and keep quieting <laughs> him down. Uh, Palace with a free kick in a dangerous area. Whipped in. Oh, it's a great header. And it's in! It's <laughs> Aaron Martin. Who's, uh, oh, no, he's offside. He's offside. The goal hasn't been given. He's offside. Oh, I was off celebrating. <laughs> I had my shirt Chris, over my head. I was running Chris around the left of the, the chair. Box. And the Palace players really aren't happy with that. The um, decision was late, I think. We were already nearly back at the halfway line celebrating and and uh, Aaron Martin is can denied I, his goal. Can I take this opportunity to say it was never offside, Ben? <laughs> it didn't look offside, if I'm honest. 
That's riled the Palace fans into some. Jeremy Boga is uh, on the sidelines for Chelsea, about to come on. And the ball is with uh, Ake. He plays the ball out wide to Conte. Back to Ake. Ake now. Plenty of time. No one's really coming to him. He steps up towards the halfway line. Plays the ball into Palace's half on this left-hand side. Conte now. Conte running out Winter. Winter's, Winter's had him in his pocket so far, second half. Gets a great challenge on it in one score. Conte rolling around, uh, but gets nothing for it. Fennec now, back into Martin. Martin does well, steps away. Plays the ball out wide left to Matt Parsons. Matt Parsons now steps inside the Chelsea challenge. Runs away from two. Driving on the left-hand side. Looks like a foul, but not given. And then Ferrows will play the ball out wide. Connor, Connor Clifford uh, steps up and drive at the Palace goal and takes a long-range effort straight over the barber. Yeah, the substitute firing way over. Really, Lewis Price didn't have anything to do with that. So, uh, Substitution for Chelsea now. Billy Clifford's coming off and it's Jeremy Boga coming off. Boga's a good name, isn't it, Ben? Boga, the bogey. All right. Jeremy Boga. Uh, do you know anything about him? Absolutely nothing. Great. <laughs> He's wearing number 16 and he plays for Chelsea. Uh, he's come on for a pretty impressive Billy Clifford. Uh, yeah, we assume he's going to be playing in, a, in an attacking role, obviously, straight swap for Billy Clifford, who was playing. Yeah, he's, take, he's taken up a position on the left-hand side of central midfield alongside Connor Clifford. Um, if he moves around any less than, uh, than Billy Clifford, I'm happy with that substitution. Yeah. Uh, Fennec and Alassani sort of collide with a couple of Chelsea players. A double foul, it looked like. <laughs> yeah. Just under 10 minutes to play now, just under 9 in fact, so uh, still a chance for Palace to score but, but the same for Chelsea who are coming forward now on the left wing. Played inside to Baker, Baker drifts inside, plays it to Connor Clifford, switches it all the way out to Kane who's acres of space out there, Parsons comes to him, but a great crossing, uh, easily claimed by Lewis Price, well too close to him, he'll catch them all day. Price rolls it out to this right-hand side now with Winter. Winter striding forward, looking for options. Chips a long ball into the centre towards Takaja. Great chest control, turns away from two Chelsea players. Driving run, uh, AK, AK steps in and just takes the ball away from him. But Takaja battling to win it back. Colin Clifford just steps away from him and it's all the way back to Blackman in the Chelsea goal. Yeah, neither team is settling for the draw. Both teams have three points on their mind and they're looking for that final winner. Let's see, it's with the... Uh, steps inside now, plays it to uh, Conor Clifford. Conor Clifford with a long diagonal pass out to Conte. Conte will try and beat an Alex Winter this time. Conte driving into the area and well cleared by the Stuart O'Keefe, covering back on it like he's done many a time for the first team. Yeah, it's a good driving run inside. He's through Alex Winter's legs and it's uh, Palace have got away with that, I think, then. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's good play from Chelsea. Palace standing firm and working hard for each other. And that's all you can really ask of them to do. Boga now, looking dangerous, plays it into, uh, uh, who is that? That's um, Conte again. Back out to Connor Clifford. Connor Clifford spreads it wide to Todd Kane. Todd Kane back into Connor Clifford. Connor Clifford seeing a lot of the ball, being given a lot of space. He plays it now to Savile. Sure thinks about a shot, but plays it wide left to Baker. He uses his right foot to cross in. Benford attempts an overhead kick. Embarrassing really, wasn't it, Ben? Yeah, very close to Taylor's head as well. As Palace come away with that pass into the left back position. It forward to Fidel Daniel on that left wing. The ball's knocked into the Chelsea player and out for a Palace throw just halfway into the Palace half on that left hand side. The 
young fanatics contingent uh, roaring the boys on, trying to get them this, uh, this, this winning goal, which will be if we score this late. Uh, that's, uh, I think we've got about seven minutes left to play, something like that. Yeah, if that, Chris, about six, six and a half to play. Oh, you corrected me for six and a half. Seven. <laughs> well, 30 seconds might make all the difference. Oh, fair enough. Uh, Bacon out with the ball. Uh, Stuart O'Keefe trying to challenge him. And O'Keefe wins the ball, steps away from Baker. Good stuff, Chinese first team experience. Plays ball out to Benning with a lovely ball to Alessani. Bit of space for Alessani to run into. Ben Fennick calling for the ball but didn't get it as Alessani runs inside the box. Knocks it back now to Stuart O'Keefe who knocks it out to Bayern Fennick on the right wing. Chance to whip in across. Cuts back inside on his left foot, tries to hit a near ball into the near post. Uh, it's cleared by Chelsea, and this will run to O'Keefe. Oh, it's a bit of a nasty challenge in the midfield there. O'Keefe and Cliff were going for the same ball. I mean, it's good, good to see a 50-50 ball contested so well, but Palace get the decision, and it's a free kick. Yeah, O'Keefe wasn't backing out from that from that challenge, and it's, he's no. done well and won a free kick in a reasonably dangerous position that Van Fennick looks like he, he wants to take. That's it, and he never backs away. Um, Cadell Daniel, looking like he's uh, near this free kick here. Dead central as well, he could smash this towards uh, the goal. Cadell told us that both him and Bayern will be arguing over free kicks. <laughs> Looks exactly what's happening. <laughs> it is exactly what's happening. Uh, O'Keefe, as the captain, steps out to try and sort it out. <laughs> uh, O'Keefe looked like he was gesturing with his right foot for the right foot to take it. So my guess is it will be Bayern Fennick and Cadell's Daniel, Cadell Daniel's body language looks like he's sulking. But you never know. You might be surprising me. Uh, Alessani's come out to it as well now. Alessani runs over it. Bayern Fennick hits it. Oh, good save from Blackman. Well, it was. I, I, I got it right there. Cadell Daniel <laughs> with his head in his hands. Uh, for Bayern Fennick's chance. Uh, oh, Quay Taylor's down there with the ball at his feet. And it's uh, still in a dangerous position for Palace. But Chelsea now come away with the ball. And Chelsea breaking with, uh, with uh, what's Patrick his face? Blackford. Um, and he's played the ball over the right-hand side where I think Peruz is still lurking dangerously. His ball across the area was cut out brilliantly by, looks like Adele Daniel all the way back there. I'd say I'll be absolutely gutted if Palace lose this year because we played so well and really don't deserve to go away with nothing. No, absolutely not. And it's Palace who are on the attack now with Boateng. Boateng, clever little pass into Alassane. He's finding little pockets of space. Alassane fouled cynically by Connor Clifford. First team game, I think he'd have got a yellow card there. Yeah. Or if he played for Palace, he'd have got a yellow card. <laughs> Another dangerous position, exactly the same distance out as the, as the uh, last freak it was. I'll be, honest, further left. I'll be honest, this one does suit the right footer again, so Fennick will be wanting yeah, one this one. But Cadell Daniel will be, will, be, uh, will be gutted if he doesn't get one. I'm sure you can hear the fanatics just down in front of us cheering the boys on, urging them to try and get that late winner. Four minutes to go now, really not long left of the game. Alessani's now in on the discussion with them again. Uh, looks like he's uh, oh, straight away from Fennec. Easy save, easy save for, uh, for Blackman. Who's, again, one of these long throws out, so pretty much the halfway line. But it's... Uh, it's bit... Wade Taylor's been a lot further forward than he has done in the past yeah, with the ball yeah. in his feet. And Sakaja tries to play a good cross into uh, Alessani, who's past two, three. Done a little bit back there. Ended up on his left foot from a uh, from a little bit of a messy bit of play. And a mistake from Connor Clifford on the edge of the box says gifted Alisson in the ball, but he just couldn't get it on target. And it's going to be another substitution for Chelsea as Adam Noity comes on, and he's coming on in place of <laughs> uh, 
the, the board's gone up wrong and, and said that the substitute goalkeeper was coming off without <laughs> even coming on, which was ridiculous. Uh, it's uh, it's yeah, number Baker. 11, uh, Baker, Lewis Baker. Number 90. Number and we'll see again, I think that's a like-for-like -like type of swap there by the looks of things, the positions he's taken up. Uh, but again, you've probably got to say that Chelsea are making that change because Palace really uh, have shown in some attacking intent in the last few minutes that There's Chelsea have struggled to cope with. Very lively last 10 minutes. I don't know, that's just, I feel like it's lively because of the fans sitting in front of us. But, but yeah, it's uh, been a very good game actually overall. Christmas it's been day. a very, very enjoyable game. I think even if we weren't commentating, we would be at this game watching just as fans because it, it's so nice to come down and see the, uh, the development squad in action. I can't believe all this stuff about the attendance. I feel like such a moron. <laughs> Where are the thousand people? Feel free uh, anyway. to tweet in and tell Chris he's a moron yeah, as well. Yeah, I, I deserve it every week. I'll say At HOL Radio. Thanks. Parsons on the left-hand side. Cuts back in. Can't straight the attention of the chosen defender, but plays a great ball to Daniel. Daniel now. Dancing beat, trying to get, get a bit of space past Kane. Kane cuts out well, and it's a... I thought it was a Palace corner, but he's given a goal kick. He's given a free kick, I think, there, which is... Uh, or a goal Yeah, no, he's given a free kick, which is ridiculous in the, in the scenario. But that was, it didn't look like a free kick at all. He didn't, it didn't look, look like there was a... He wasn't really a challenge, did it? No. So, uh, ridiculous decision from the referee in all honesty. But it's... Uh, Chelsea goalkeeper there, Blackman, that will take that free kick and, and loft it forward. One minute of normal time, plus added yeah, time. Black, Blackman taking his time over this, looks like Chelsea happy with a draw bit. Oh, Fennick was so close to catching Ake asleep uh, and nicking him for a goal there. See, that's what you want from Palace, they're right up and it's right to the very end of the game. They're not going to give up, they're going to keep pushing. Yeah, Winter really pressing for the winner now. With a throw on. Fennick. Fennick controlled just slightly, uh, doesn't read Winter. But O'Keefe steps in and intercepts the ball brilliantly. O'Keefe with a great run now. It's going to be a chance Facing for Daniel. Daniel oh, just runs away from him, but they've still got possession with O'Keefe. O'Keefe on the left flank, puts his foot on the ball. 30 seconds of normal cutter, mate. Passes now, driving. It's kind of bad Alassani. Steps on the ball, but still got it. Alassani. Alassani, oh! Safe from the keeper and just grabs control of it as Sakaja was trying to poke coming on the rebound. Yes, yeah, so, so unlucky. Shot from Alassani and the keepers parried it away but managed to just keep control of it because uh, that was a fantastic chance for, for Palace and we could have gone 3 2 up then. Chelsea with a spell of possession now in the corner clip and in midfields. Corner clip plays the ball out wide to uh, Adam Wheaty. Five minutes have been played now, so we're just waiting for the referee to Oh, Blanford's completely through. Oh, brilliant play from Lewis Price. Blanford, for the first time in the game, got himself free. Lovely little pass into him from Jerome Boga. But potentially the chance of the half there, Chris. Yeah, really, really one on one with the goalkeeper. And Lewis, Lewis Price has come out fantastically. He's so switched on again, showing all the experience you expect. That's why he's in the team. Get those games and to make those decisions. Great tackling back from Takaji to win the ball in the right play. Facing Alassani. Alassani steps away from Clifford. Plays it back to Benning. Benning with his head up. Steps inside one. Plays it back to Stuart Keefe. Keefe fires the ball into Alassani. Great control. Unlucky that the uh, Chelsea player was as close to him as he was. But again, it ricochets back to O'Keefe. Fantastic ball over the top. Okay, Dodani was nearly in. Lino has his flag up there. He's offside when he gets that flag. Fortunately, it didn't matter because the ball's a little bit too long. I'll tell you what, the last five, ten minutes of this game have been so fast-paced, it's hard to keep up with what's going on. It really, really is. And now, obviously, that's Kane over there. The right-back, steaming right forward, finds Jerome Bogon on the ledge of the area. Bogon tries to step around about four Palace players. But they've got a wide... Oh, that's a bit of a let-off for Palace as the ball was fired 
way over by Carouse. Uh, yeah. Palace desperately trying to block the shot on the edge of the area, and then it's, uh, it's been gifted out on the right wing for, for the shot from, um, I think it was Conte, was it? I thought it was, was, Fru- I thought it was Fru- oh, Fru- so, yeah, No, You're right, it's Fruz. Conte is absolutely nowhere near that. <laughs> um, yeah, Fruz has gone just over the bar. Lewis Price didn't really get anywhere near it. Three minutes added on now. Yep, so let's just see if this last three minutes we can... Uh, <laughs> I do like that. There's about 12 Chelsea fans, and they, the HF have just sung Chelsea, Chelsea, give us a song, and are now giving them the shh. It's, no uh, reply from Chelsea. No, no reply. <laughs> yeah. If you didn't hear that, I mean, it goes three minutes added on by the assistant referee, so just a few left for Palace to try and get, well, and Chelsea to try and get that winner. Throwing for Chelsea just inside the Palace half on the right-hand side. Well, eventually he'll throw it in. Throws it to uh, George Savile, scorer of Chelsea's two goals. Still looking for his hat-trick, George Savile. Certainly is. And he's played the ball to Bamford. He's done well, but just overruns it slightly, and it's a a goal kick to Palace. Price is looking to hurry this kick. You know, they're still after this Palace, but no one seems to claim it. And uh, Price switches the side of the goal kick and looks to try playing Aaron Martin, but Aaron Martin walks away, and it looks like it's going to be a long one. So the guys are starting to gather on the right flank, which means that's where it's heading. And sure enough, out to the right flank it goes. Fennec goes up for the header, but it's won by Saville. Martin heads to Alassane, who's chest controlled, so unlucky not to be in there. Just bounces a little bit too far away and Chelsea nip in. It's with uh, Parsons on the le- in the left-back position. He plays it back to Price. Price with a long ball up towards Boateng. Gets a foot to it, but it will only... Oh, no, no! Uh, a bit of confusion between Chelsea. Very nearly went to Sakaja. It's out now on the left-hand side with Conte. Conte plays it to Noiti. Noiti left-footed, hits across, smacks Alex Winter in the face, bounces out for a Chelsea corner. Be a real shame if this ends in the goal, Yeah, definitely. I mean, it'll be a fantastic point for Ballis if we can if we can come out with that. But yeah, the corner for Chelsea here, they look to be uh, attacking quite well and, and potentially could get this goal. There's an injury for Chelsea, so the referee stopped his whistle be a slight break in play. The injury is exactly right behind the pillar for me then. So yeah, they're looking at his side and I think it's, it's, uh, it's either his back or his side. Um, obviously it doesn't, he's, he's walking around fine but it's a uh, stop play for, for a short while. Okay, we wait for this corner to come in as the attention still being given to the injured player. It's uh, Connor Clifford that's Connor injured, Clifford. the substitute for Chelsea. Let you enjoy the atmosphere from the home <laughs> just in front of us. Who are in loud voice tonight, which is brilliant to hear for a, for a, a game. And it's worth note, I've just had a, a message handed to me by the producer that John Burgess, who, who spoke to you before the game and at half time, didn't even know it was two, and he still thought it was we were uh, we were two one down. So it could be an interesting post show analysis. <laughs> That serves him right for being so correct with the thing. Oh, that's, uh, that's a free kick given to Palace in the end. So the corner came in. The attendance has been handed to me as well. It's uh, 998 plus 6 crystals. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> the ball's hit the post, um, but it's not in play. We're not counted in the attendance either, are we? <laughs> no. Yeah, OK, so it's over 1,000. It's actually 1,012. Yes. Brilliant. Uh, with the free kick in, the, in our penalty area with Lewis Price. Not feeling the whistle might go when he plays this. Oh no, long ball up. Commentator's curse, commentator's curse. <laughs> uh, ball bounces around the midfield and it's with uh, Boga, is that? No, that's... <laughs> Noity, sorry. 
Uh, then that's back out to Conte. Conte now. Switch is played to Davy in the centre back position for Chelsea. He runs forward, looks to play the ball in. The referee looks at his whistle and blows for full time. His whistle. It's full time here. It's 2-2. Two -two. Uh, <laughs> uh, Palace passed eight shots on the to Chelsea's nine. That's the last bit of information I'm going to give you. Yeah, it's worth saying as well. It's a fantastic point for for Palace. They've come here against a, a decent Chelsea side and they got a fantastic point. Yeah, very, very proud of the team today. Can't praise them enough. Like I said before, if you can't get to any development games, we're, we're covering them all, all the home games, including the one played at Crawley. But, um, but of course, if you can get yourself down here, please do. It's a fantastic uh, game of football to watch. I'm going to hand you back now to the uh, studio, I believe. And um, we'll be back next time. Uh, well, join us Sunday. See the stars of tomorrow, today. Welcome back to our coverage of Liverpool versus Crystal Palace from Sellers Park in the Under-21 Development League. Plays out the line to Alessandri. Alessandri now at half Causing all sorts of trouble with his control, isn't he, Alessandri? Live commentary from all home development games, only on Homesdale Radio. Welcome back to Homesdale Radio. Um, a surprise draw at the end there, Mark. A surprise to no one more than me. Completely didn't realise we'd scored a second goal. Um, yeah, top-notch reporting here from Homesdale Radio. Mark, can you talk us through the goal for the uh, listeners and for me? Jason Banton scored uh, the goal in the second half to put us 2-1 up. Uh, cracking goal it was. A long run took on his defender on the wide on the left, away from us. Beat him on the outside. Shot from a cute angle. Terrific goal in the corner of the net. What do you think about the goal? <laughs> that sounds brilliant, Mark. I had no idea it took place though. That's the, that's the only. Just, I was about to go into a really sort of trying to trying to pick it all up after a terrible defeat. <laughs> I've had to change everything. Um, yeah, due to a, a last-minute, 56-minute goal. Um, but what about their goal, Mark? Um, well, it was, it was another. It was uh, another long-range strike, wasn't it, by Savile? Uh, hard, low, right into the corner of the net, and uh, really, Price didn't have a chance. I don't think you could blame Price for that, could you? Uh, no, it, it was in. It was in a good position in the net. I mean, he did get it in the corner. It's always going to be difficult for the keeper to get that low. Price would probably feel he should have done better. I'm not so sure. I think. Yeah, I think fair enough. I think. Yeah, he could have done better for the first goal, but for the second, uh, I, I would put that down to just a good strike, to be quite honest with you. Yeah, but overall, I thought it was a terrific Palace performance. I think um, we more than matched Chelsea, and I think uh, we deserve more of a draw tonight, guys. Yeah, I'm quite relieved with the draw, to be honest. I've been sitting there consigning a defeat for the past, I don't know, like for the past 30 minutes. You haven't really been here, have you? No, I've been <laughs> elsewhere, you know. Um, I, must have, I must have had a comfort break at that particular point. I'm gonna, I might need one by the end of this show. Um, brilliant attendance. Uh, my prediction of around 1,000, I think I said at half-time. You were wrong. Was, well, I, <laughs> I was very close. I was four out. So, um, yeah, and all that background noise was, of course, as you probably heard, was uh, the fanatics. From a drum. And right and in front of us, yeah. Yeah, they were literally slap bang in front of the, uh, the commentary and, position here. So, really well done to Chris and Ben for keeping that going because, yeah. well, I couldn't even keep up with the game, let alone commentary <laughs> and the drum in front of me. 
I think uh, it's yeah, credit to the Huntsville Fanatics. They, they uh, sung their hearts out in the second half and uh, I'm sure that helped the boys on the park. Um, certainly kept us awake. But <laughs> <laughs> well, what do you think was the difference? For me, I mean, we looked at yeah. maybe it's when I started actually watching the second <laughs> half um, was when Alassani came on. Um, he seemed, I thought he was brilliant. I thought well, got... he created a couple of um, chances almost out of nothing towards the end of the game. Just uh, some good footwork and uh, good turns, and uh, he he forced the keeper to make a couple of great saves. But I think what the difference was that when he came out in the second half, Jason Branson obviously was instructed to play a lot closer to uh, Sugarka in the second half, and they combined really well, I thought, and we were a much more attacking threat in the second half. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. We did speak about that half-time, the... Uh... You know the lack of support that Sakaja had, and um, I felt that it was even better when Alatani came on. As I said, he did what he did uh, when we played Liverpool, which was to, uh, to get much closer to Sakaja and give him a lot more support. But he was very tricky in and around the box, and um, could quite easily another day have won as penalty. But um, there's no. a, one other thing is the, there was a, a disallowed goal, and I have to say I saw that one. <laughs> Do you remember that one? <laughs> I, I, I remember the disallowed goal, and yeah. I've got to say I. I I'd like to see that one again. I'd yeah. like to. I'd like to see the actual goal again. Well, but I'd certainly like to see this yeah. loud goal again because I, I felt that Martin was onside. Um, he was absolutely nonplussed by it. But the whole team seemed to be. They didn't seem to be appealing for it really. No. Well, well, Ben Fennick basically took a free kick out on the far side, floated over. Martin rose superbly. Ball in the back of the net. Everyone was celebrating, and all of a sudden the Lino's flag was up. Don't know why, but anyway, maybe you know, maybe he just. Uh, felt sorry for Chelsea, I don't know. Yeah, I think he got a sudden cramp in his arm and then <laughs> knew, knew he couldn't really take it back. So he just kind of, yeah, I'll roll with that. But uh, no, it was uh, it was a good header and uh, um, I'm disappointed for the lad because uh, he hasn't had a tremendous start to the season and uh, I think that would have done his confidence the world of good, but unfortunately he was disallowed, so it remained 2-2. But uh, as you say, Alassane, he only came on for the last quarter of an hour, but he certainly had an impact on the game and uh, as... Uh, as we said earlier, he did uh, create sort of chances out of nothing, really, and he made their keeper work towards the end. And I think, uh, you know, he didn't look safe there, keeper, did he? He didn't look like a safe pair of hands. He looked like a bizarre chap, anyway. But um, well, there was yes, he was he was very tall, very lanky. He had a sort of blonde colourful. Mohican. Yeah, very, with a very bright boots. I, I seem yeah. to remember yeah. very very orange boots. Mm. Um, but. Right. Uh, I think he was like his feet were trying to be sort I think, of a yeah. steward chameleon. But. <laughs> Yes, uh, but uh, we certainly had a lot more efforts on goal in the second half and uh, uh, looked the more likely team to score. I mean, basically their two goals came from two long-range strikes. First one, of course, we discussed at half-time and maybe Price could have done better with that. Second half, he drilled that low and hard and I think that, that you know, there was no fault to, uh, on Price's half yeah. with that goal. But uh, I think um, it was a very promising performance. Uh, what are, you, Any stand-up players for you? Well, I felt when he came on Alassane, I thought Parsons had a great game, um, as I expect nothing less. I think he and O'Keefe really were the, were the key men in there. I thought Sakaja, for someone who didn't have any support, really did work his socks off, actually. He linked up well with Banton in the second half, and I thought Fennett came into a bit more in the well, second half the ball, as well. When it was ball to feet, you know, which is clearly where his strength lies, um, Sakaja, he was, much, he was much more effective than we had people running on beyond him, and that's where most of our threat came from. Um, so yeah, I'd say uh, as a whole, I felt I, you know felt it was a good team performance, and a lot a lot of positives we can take into the next game. 
Um, we do have to have a quick look at the table. Unfortunately, we are propping up uh, the rest of the uh, the rest of the table at the bottom on four points. Mm-hmm. Having said that, there are three teams above us on four points. So we could uh, theoretically be joint fourth as opposed to sixth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you want to look at it. Unfortunately, that way. on goal difference, uh, then so you got the table as it is is eight. Uh, sorry, yeah, eight teams in our league. Um, sorry, seven teams. The numbers are all the wrong way around. Um, we got Wolves in first place on ten points. I'm quite surprised to see Wolves top of the table, top of the development Premier League. Bizarre. Um, Liverpool are second on eight points. Man City third on five points. Then you've got Chelsea, Middlesbrough, Fulham, and us all on four points. So really, there's n- there's not really a lot separating the se- separating certainly the bottom five. And we have uh, coming up on the first of October another home game here at Sellers Park against the mighty Manchester City Absolutely. next Monday so if you can make it down to Sellers Park well I'll be here I'll certainly going to try and see all of the goals next time we'll also be broadcasting <laughs> and, uh, it live we will be broadcasting it live so tune in to Homestar Radio and if you can stay awake John we'd appreciate that <laughs> yeah. well you know it, it does help I, I'm lucky enough to have such uh, avid professionals around me to uh, not not laugh at me, not make fun at me, yeah. and that certainly won't be mentioned at any other point anytime no. soon. <laughs> Thank you very much for joining us on Homestyle Radio. I've been your presenter some of the time. Uh, my name's John Burge. I've been joined by Mark Ross. Thank you. And Thank our you commentators, Chris Hambling and Ben Nagel. Uh, and I'd like to thank Mikey and James. So. Bye. Bye. Zahar looking like Alice's most likely creator of something this evening. See the stars of tomorrow, today. Welcome back to our coverage of Liverpool versus Bristol Palace from Sellers Park in the Under-21 Development League. Plays it up the line to Alessandri. Alessandri now at half Of course, there's all sorts of trouble with his control, isn't he, Alessandri? Live commentary from all home development games, only on Homestyle Radio. Without any of this... There would be none of this. But, as I was saying, no sandwiches, no teas, no coffees, not even a Jaffa cake, man. <laughs> We've got nothing in this press box. I'm furious. Cadell Daniel now. Oh, he's won a corner there. Fantastic. Yeah, definitely out by the Liverpool defender. Couldn't do a lot more than that, really. And, uh, and Reece Alassane walks over with Andy Dorman to, to take that corner. All we did that was some uh, new Warburton's baked banana chips. Classic tea. That's it, on. Don't look very nice. Second, second, to, second to none. Second to Brilliant. <laughs> or this. You, you could do what you want. I mean, I wouldn't want to frighten the fucking kids that listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do anyway, mate. That's the bit happening. You're usually popular. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't care. I'm just going to... Okay. Just... Oh, honestly, you, you, you use your BBC voice and I'll just... Okay. I'll sit here and it. All this. Dorman picks up the ball as he tries to cut in. Plays a long pass. Oh, a long hopeful ball, yeah. But I'm being attacked by a bumblebee. It's a, it's a feature of whole radio broadcast. If you've not seen it before, I often get that by bees and wasps. Um, during, during, I don't know what I've done to anger the bee and wasp community, but it does happen. HOLradio.net slash donate. Well, I need a dollar, dollar, dollar is what I need. Stabbing uh, people texting me while I'm commentating, you know, they should really be listening to my commentary, shouldn't they? Yeah, and you should keep your phone in your pocket really quick, aren't they? Well, I did say I wasn't professional. <laughs> how, how many other radio stations announce a bee attacking them? Not many. 
Well, not many radio stations have bee attacks. That's really. true, and I've done it twice. <laughs> well, one bee, one wasp. But um, anyway. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mate's already got booked for double dipping, and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.